Well, would you look at that. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's time for your favorite sports talk radio show. It's the Green and White Report. We've got 120 minutes of our lovely voices. Start the clock. Zach Slowick, Matt Merrifield. I'm Brendan Shabath. Guys, this is this feels good. First of all, I don't feel good no. physically. No. I don't think any of us do. But that is what is good because we feel that way because we're happy. Yeah. This is a happy green and white. We celebrated last night. We celebrated a Michigan State football victory the first time in four weeks. This is awesome. Yeah, no. Uh, first off, nice to have you back, Brendan. We've missed you Yo, dearly. Yo, relax, relax. We missed you relax dearly. Relax on me, okay? Uh, but, yeah, no, it felt great. Karaoke felt a little bit sweeter after a win. Oh, man, I was um, singing my heart out last night, dude. So, uh, yeah, I mean. It's- Shout out DJ Peggy, Paige Drob here at Impact. She was able to give us her karaoke machine for the weekend. Delaney <laughs> Rogers, station manager, set it all up and everything. And we had a blast both Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, no, uh, as as we like to say, all roads lead to Gunson, and they did last night. And yep, They always do. They, they, they always, always do. do. There's always something going on over there. Um, and karaoke was a blast. I mean, had a, a huge crowd of impact people um, there. I think probably 95% of the people how on many, Gunson how many were times, impact individuals. How many times this year have we, we as a impact ended up at uh, I don't want to throw out people's addresses on air, especially people that aren't on the show. But yes, correct. On, but on Gunson. Gunson. Yeah, on Gunson. Know, Trent they... used to throw out his address yeah. a lot last Wild. year. Wild. Yeah, so, Wild. If you remember where Trent lived last year, uh, Nick and Hank live in the exact same house. Zach and Liam live in two doors down. So the last couple of weeks, Saturday nights, it, just be on Gunson Street. Yeah, that, pretty that, much. That's, that's the advice. Slowick said it last if, night. If you'd like. Just he said no it last night. I was, I was, you know, not sober singing whatever song it was i sang a multitude of songs songs yeah and and he said you know i love this little tradition that we have we just come over here on a saturday and i don't i mean most of us are pretty broke so i don't think a lot of us want to go out and spend a hundred bucks to go out or and also i'm just a karaoke guy and it's easier to sing at your house than crunchies so i I love getting on the mic man no no free ads i mean he meant brunchies yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean last night I I mean my plan my original plans were dashed they were stolen from me yes taken away taken away rescinded anyways but I was you know have you know sometimes you're just you need to enjoy your dorm as when you still live in the dorm shout out the two year living requirement at Michigan State if I had the buzzer I'd hit it but <laughs> and then I get a text at one a.m. saying Gunson and I know what that means yeah and I always know what that means and I show up and there's a bonfire there's karaoke two doors down. Sometimes Nick and Hank still have karaoke on their just on their uh, boombox. Yeah, but people are just what screaming. Happy homecoming, Michigan! Happy homecoming! And, and speaking of homecoming too, it was awesome, man, to see some of the old alumni come back. Uh, shout out some of the great people we got to see. Luke Sloan was in attendance. Former host of the Green and White Report, former sports director here at Impact, Joe Dandron, Eric Bach, Ian Gilmore. Uh, saw Joey Ellis at the football game. Joey Ellis is at all the football games, but it was still still good to see him. Kyle Turk was in attendance as well. Saw Ian Drummond. It was it was fantastic to to you know reconnect with some of the alumni. It's always a good time when when they can get back in town. Nathan Stearns was here as well, um, and, and 
and it's it's so much fun seeing those guys uh, talking to them about their professional world, and then still talking MSU sports. And yeah, and you know, we talked you, me, Liam Jackson, our sports editor, and and Luke Sloan talked extensively on Friday night uh, for a little bit there about Michigan State football and basketball. And we're going to talk today about those two teams. So let's get in. Let's get into the football. Let, let, let's talk about yesterday. Um, I, for one, had so much fun at that game, which I don't know how many more times we're going to say that the rest of this year for Michigan State football. It was nice to pick up a win in, in, in the thrilling fashion that they did on homecoming. I thought it was a pretty good crowd, um, but you know, just being honest, I, this win hasn't completely changed the script on Michigan State football. My outlook on the team doesn't really change. It was a game that I thought they could win um, and should have a chance on homecoming, but it was nice to have fun at a Michigan State football game. It was so hectic. I was down on the field for the game. It was so chaotic and hectic and awesome after Jaden Reed made that amazing catch um, to win the game for Michigan State, and it was a blast. Zach, what did you see up in the booth? Yeah, no, it it was a very fun game to call just because of how crazy. First off, those two catches in overtime might have been the two craziest catches I've seen back-to-back on, like, two drives in a row ever. Keon Coleman jumped over somebody. I did. He was awesome. On air, I was like, Keon Coleman just jumped over somebody. I said the <laughs> exact same thing. And he brought that ball down. And, well, not only did he bring the ball down, he brought down a pass from Jaden Reed. So, like, just a lot of QB crazy. Two. Yeah, QB2. Yeah. Uh, a lot of craziness in that game. I think overall, uh, they played pretty good. Um, I think the defense is a night and day difference with Xavier Henderson back on there. It's just the communication level Which, is so much higher. That felt interesting to me because I was standing next to Joey Ellis and he says, oh, Henderson's out there. And I didn't know who he was referring to because Xavier Henderson was so far out of my mind as a possible player in this game that I was like, Henderson, I I, I sat there for two minutes. Like, who is he talking about? Who is he talking about? And then I see three with this massive brace on his leg out there. And I didn't like that at first. I mean, he ended up playing well and making some plays for Michigan State, and they just are a better defensive team when he's on the field, no matter what. At 60%, at 100%, at 10%, they're better with him on the field. But, you know, the second play, he was limping off the field and went out, and I'm like, what are we doing here? So, and that was a funny one. He, uh, They asked him about it in the press conference. They were like, what were you thinking when you went down earlier? And he just said, uh, all I was thinking was awe, and then the F word. Right. Um, and he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. He was <laughs> like, nah. He's like, I just kind of twisted funny, and the brace actually, like, when he hit his leg on the ground, the brace hit it, like, moved over and hit him right in the kneecap. Oh. So they just had to readjust it. And the first half he came out, he he didn't look a hundred. He was something, but I think he might have just been picking back up on the speed because. The second half, he was an issue for the Badgers. Yeah, but I, I think you know, I think when you're out there and you're still recovering from that injury, he's yeah. still in his recovery process. Yeah. He's not even close to 100 percent yet. And you've got this massive brace yeah. on your leg that you've never played with before. You're bound to, you know, have to knock the rust off and get back into the swing of things and be a little, be a little gun shy going in for tackles and stuff like that and jumping in on those piles. But second half came around and he was really awesome. So good. And then Jacob Slade too, same thing, comes out with a knee brace. Uh, Both of them tried to go last week against Ohio State and got shut down. They both were cleared last week. Um, They both wanted to go last week. Henderson was trying to run with the ones and people were pulling him back in warm-ups, not letting him go. Uh, And then Slade stayed dressed all last week. 
in the like on the sideline. Uh, Henderson dressed for the first half and then came out in the second half in street clothes. But I I have no issues with that any part of that game yesterday. They should have won a couple times. But. Yeah, I think yesterday. Now I will acknowledge I did not go into the stadium. Now I had nothing to do with the state of my physical state. I just want to make that very clear, mom and dad, and anybody listening. I felt like helping out Henry at Gunson after their amazing tailgate. Shout out to them. They had a parent tailgate. A lot of fun. Tracy Sonk, Don Sonk, both incredible people. They're probably not listening right now, but still shout out to them. But I watched from home, and the first half was still frustrating. Um, number one, was I not on air? Was my mic not on? No, you're good. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I thought for, for a second. Anyways, um, and I thought... Our defense still isn't, or the state's defense still not very good. Um, it was better, but Graham Mertz sucks. Like that is, there were a couple passes he made yesterday. One, he was, on, I mean, he almost lost them the game on their first overtime. I mean, pass. he, there were, I mean, Charles Brantley. And, he threw a ball in the double coverage, but they were just double covering air because yeah, there was yeah, not a white other. jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. in a place. And Gross and Brantley, neither one of them could catch it. If I'm thinking of the right play. Yes. Um, yeah. And then I just. It looked better. They only, State only ran for, I think it was 99 yards, if I looked yep, correctly. 36 carries, 99 it yards. It looked better. It did look better for the most part. I still think Eli Collins needs to be the lead back. I know he got 14 carries, 13 carries, something like that. He got a bigger workload. Yeah, he had, uh, I believe, he was He was the and, lead back right. for the whole game until overtime, and then, and then Berger and then got yeah, Berger, the, Berger the bulk had of the carries. Berger had 19 carries. Yeah. And Berger, the most world, Berger, yeah. That was probably the best game I've seen Berger play in a state uniform, which I'd hope so. You're playing against your former team that moved on. Now Braylon Allen is an amazing running back. And Braylon Allen is so, an NFL so running he's back. He's an NFL. He's going to be in the next list of Jonathan Taylors and every other Wisconsin running back. Yeah. But I just think that it was yesterday was better. Um, I think I'm going to jump on the wagon of this team could potentially, I mean, Penn State looked like dog, you know what, yesterday. Water. Um, yeah, they were dog water yesterday. Hot dog They're, water. I'm going to sit here and say it. T- State could lose every game on the rest of their schedule. Michigan State could win every game, every game on the rest of their schedule. I'm just going to throw that out there for people. How about, and we'll get into the schedule. But, but you know what, Michigan's up next. That's all that matters. We'll get yeah. into the schedule discussion. Before we talk about the bye week, too, this is a huge win going into the bye week before Michigan. So and that, that will pay off well for Michigan State, I think. I think we can expect them to be more competitive against Michigan than had they lost I, to Wisconsin. I, agree. I, yeah. I think the bye week helps Michigan, because both teams are on a bye this week. I think the bye week helps State more than helps Michigan going into the Michigan week. has all the time in the world to think about this game and think about what if we lose and think Michigan, about we yeah, haven't beaten this, them. This and, yeah. game, I mean, I did grow up a State fan. This game coming up, and it's more than likely going to be a night game, is why I love Growing up a Michigan State fan, State's three and four. They have no. They're going to be twenty point underdogs. They have no reason to win this football game, and they can go in and, and they're going to go do, mess yeah. everything and up. It, and it's why I love being the yeah, little brother. And, and that's the crazy thing. There is no way Michigan should lose this game. But you could ask any Michigan fan in the world, and not a single one is 100% a, yeah. positive that Michigan's going to come gonna, away with the win here. They're going to be a little tight. There's probably so, a couple arrogant ones I, for sure. I feel like they might say it, but, but the, in the back of their head, they. They remember. Yo, no, yeah, there's troubles I, with snaps. I was, there's issues. I was that Michigan fan growing up. Before college, yeah. I was the guy who was like, no, we're going to win this game. But, but it's scary. But deep down, you're yeah. a little worried. I, That's not a game you want to go yeah. into. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm very excited, especially after the way. I mean, I know the Ohio State game was rough, but State played better in that game. It was a better performance, and I think this week was better. I mean, still the defense isn't great. The secondary still loves – I mean – I got a text from my dad yesterday after uh, Amir Speed made that one uh, pass break up in the end zone. He goes, please tell me he's here more than this year. And I'm like, unfortunately, no. 
but that was probably the best pass coverage I've seen in four years. I, on this I, team. I also I'll and, pull, and then that'll the, be in the highlights. That and, was the best. That was the best coverage. Michigan State has had in the last two years. That yeah. is very true. And then he got beat. And, 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 and then the game-tying <laughs> touchdown, I go, and that just completely negated that because who were you? And that On that last touchdown that tied the game to sent to overtime, was he playing man He was or in zone? zone. He was in he zone? He looks lost in why, zone. Why? Okay, he's 6'2 and fast. And uh, runs a four, four according speed. to Mel Tucker, he's 6'5 and he runs a 4'5. Okay, okay <laughs> well, uh, why is he playing zone Like at yeah. that point? Especially on your own three. And yeah. he's on the outside. You're just playing man at that point. Why would you play? Anyways, another reason why I think Scott, Scotty Hazleton is um, what, what, uh, public enemy number one. Actually, if, if if I could just touch on Scotty Hazleton, I <laughs> want to give him a little bit of credit here. Oh, no. I said it yesterday. He did it against, or he started doing it against Ohio State. The the four two five or whatever they were running, they were getting torched. It does not work. 4 yeah. 5 does not work. It works. For state's it, it works in the Pac-12 sometimes, but in the Pac-12, the scores are like Not fifty. The, yeah, to, when you're trying to keep them below sixty, it yeah. works. So hey, Michael Penix had another great game last night. Just gonna throw yeah. it out there. So it's it's uh it's 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 a tough look, and it's not a look that can work very well in the Big Ten. Um, because it takes away from your run defense, which a lot of Big Ten teams love to do. Michigan, that seems to be the only thing Michigan State could do in the 4-2 right. was stop a run, right. which sh- it's sh- wild. Yeah, logistically, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this game, he went all 4-3 other than on third and long. Then he would send in passing breakups. And also, why is Jacoby Winman ever not playing linebacker? Yeah, Jacoby Winman is our be- uh, is the best uh, cover player. Yeah, I literally said that yesterday after that pick. I'm like... I'm like, who he went, he I'm like, was, that was blanketing I was, people. I was like, that was Winman, wasn't it? I'm like, this man is literally. And he had a four, he had a pick, a force fumble, a pack breakup, eleven total tackles, six yeah, solo, and a tackle yesterday. for a loss. He is I'm like when I saw him pick that ball off, the, I was like, oh. When I look at the box score, and obviously, and let's you know, for for someone who was at the game, it's a little bit easier. But even if you weren't at the game and you do, and you just checked the box score, there is one name who's going to stand out, a name who stood out a lot last year and hasn't stood out through the first five weeks of this season is Jaden Reed. And he had his comeback game, kind of his revival, suffered that back injury in week two against Akron, has really been a non-factor all season long. And I think we've kind of, you know, nibbled around the edges of that as media members and stuff like that of, you know, where is Jaden Reed? And he's not the same as he was. He technically had a punt return for a touchdown yesterday. Second of the year. Yes. (laughs) That was, again, the second of the year also negated by a penalty. Um, And the penalties for both teams yesterday were awful, dude. So undisciplined. I'm I'm convinced. Well, that one, that one, they showed it. I don't know. So I remember because Harold Joyner, or they, I think they called on Jeremy Bernard. That, Jeremy Bernard was not not even on the field. That's what that's what I was. So I didn't hear the number, but I don't think the video replay that yeah. they showed in the stadium was well, the penalty they, call. Yesterday there was a penalty call on one of the kick returns. I can't. It was on a kickoff, and they called hands to the face on Collins. And I saw the replay, and I, on TV the broadcast goes. Oh, we don't have the clip for it. Or there was a penalty. Like we literally don't know where it well, was. Well, yeah, because and then and then I saw like somebody went back and stopped it. Somebody, the guy on Wisconsin, had yeah. his hands in Collins's face, and somebody on Twitter was literally like, "I think they just forgot which team the penalty was." On. <laughs> they threw the I flag mean, and was like, "Uh, something with twenty four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was on twenty four. Like, also, I'm convinced the offensive line just likes being on the field for more than they need to be because every time State is trying to sustain a drive. 
they just take a holding penalty. Yeah, Jared Horse. Jared Horse. He, I get he's aggressive, and I get that's part of his game. But Come how on. many how many personal uh, fouls? I was I was worried yesterday in the first on the I think it was the opening drive on Wisconsin rushed three, they got a sack, and Jarrett Horse took a holding penalty. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how you take a holding penalty and two of the other guys still get and, home and, and get a sack. And he's a supposed to be rush. and he's supposed to be without the doubt the best offensive lineman. And for the most part, he he's played pretty well this year. Um, but yeah, it's just too many penalties. And just to touch on your Jaden Reed, how. He looked phenomenal. He was great. He, he really was. Nine catches, one seventeen, a touchdown, and, and one a pass, pass touchdown. For, one pass for twenty five, and a passing touchdown. But also, Peyton Thorne almost threw the ball thirty times yesterday. Twenty nine attempts. He had eight incompletions. No, he played very well. Two sixty five, two touchdowns, no turnovers, and I think that this last game is how everybody expected Michigan State to play all year. They weren't going to be as good as they were last year. I don't think that was a question about it. But the fact they just seemed to put stuff together, and it was almost that like last year. We're we're going to let up some stuff here and there, but we're not going to give up these crazy plays or let people chunk the field down us in a minute. Seeing this O, I mean, or seeing this team now, and, and obviously we know the O line is not as good as it was last year, and. I think we expected the O-line to be better just with an extra year to get better and, and increase your skill, but they lost a lot of depth, and that was going to be the struggle. It was never the skill. This is a skilled offensive line. Yeah. They just don't have anybody behind them. Um, but where do you think this Michigan State team is if Elijah Collins takes the bulk of the carries for the first five games? Uh, for the first five games, I... I don't know because they got down so early they didn't run the ball in any games. I mean, until it, late. I think, but honestly, the insistence on still running the ball, like like last night, late in the fourth quarter, under fifty seconds to go, two timeouts for Michigan State, and they run the ball twice. They they didn't run the ball very well the whole game. I mean, they, they got decent, you know, three yards of carry here and there, but they didn't have any big plays. They weren't in field goal range, and they run it twice up the middle for two yards and have to use their timeouts. I, I mean, I don't. I I do like that they commit to the run, regardless of you know state really doesn't even run it that well. Um, but I will say, I think I, I I do like they commit to the run. I don't know if if Collins makes that. Be, I would be more interested to see if Henderson was healthy all year. If just the communication on defense, yeah. because I don't. But that's I, what I'm saying is it's I not a health thing. But, it's a, it was a decision, right? That, but I don't know if the I think. The, really, the problem, I, the offense hasn't been that bad. Actually, the offense has been getting better. Jay Johnson's play calling is getting slightly better as the year goes on. Uh, still love the short side counters uh, with Jalen Berger. Lots but, of with, them. With Collins on yeah, the one-yard line let's on fourth tempo. down, and hey guys, let's the run O-line tem- gets no push. Let's run tempo after a 70-yard game from Malik Carr and then run inside zone Yeah, and have it get no gain. Like, anyways. Yeah. But can we talk about how much of a disaster Michigan State's kicking Unit is not punt punt unit. Listen, that's, punt say, unit, that's, that's, the that's the overarching. Like, the special teams is good except for the kicking team. The unit. coverage, they the suck. coverage is great. They uh, Jack Stone when he's kicking off of a, a tee, he could put it almost through the back of the end zone every time. The special team unit, I like how Mel Tucker doesn't play like only play backups. There's a lot of right. starters yeah. on that right. special team unit and. Behringer is, I mean, and Behringer is the, the best, best punter, punter in the country. country. They said yeah. it on air yesterday on the Fox broadcast. Um, 
And I, but I mean, I know it's the last kick of a game and stuff like that. But man, that last field goal to win. It, yeah, it, it was a design fake field goal, right? I think somebody tried saying that on Twitter. And I was yeah, like, and, and I'm not trying to defend anyone because that ball didn't get off the ground. But Michigan State's starting long stand, snapper, yeah, Pepper, Hank hurt, Pepper, yeah, yeah. hasn't played the last two weeks. Um, but, and it it was almost a matter of time. Like, all right, when's there going to be a bad snap? I mean, people are like, "Oh, I've never seen Jack Stone kick." I don't know if I want Jack Stone, or I can't remember the kicker from Auburn, the uh, lefty kicker that transferred here. But both it's of not Rushnack. It is. I can't remember. I. I but that's that but, is the overarching theme for me in this game. Was yes, Michigan State wins. Overtime is fun. Ben Jaden Reed had a good game. Keon Coleman had a good game. Yes, but but that's the overarching theme. Is also this team was very close multiple times to losing this but, game. But I think the most <laughs> they important also almost thing, won it seven they, they, times. I, I I think the most important thing, and this is just for the team going forward and going to the bye week coming up with Michigan, they won. The the, the monkeys off the back. They after losing four straight, you won on homecoming. You won in fun fashion. I mean, I was not there, but I heard like. As you said, like the atmosphere was actually pretty good yesterday, from what it sounded. Dude, like. and I was walking around the stadium. During I love the, game, the towels, and I do too. I think they should do that for every game. I think like when they wear neon, there should be neon towels. I think that would look super cool. That there. would be sweet. But actually. I, but I, I think the towel would be a cool thing. Like me and Brennan were talking about before the show. I think pom poms are kind of stupid, and you know we could make the argument they're bad for the the environment. Chop, but, chop. I mean, they are bad for the environment, but like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit. It's college football. Um, college football supersedes everything. I agree. But the I, 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 here's how the the final second of that game went for me. I was shooting the game on a, a small handheld camera for Spartan Sports Report. If you would like to see the highlights, you can watch them on Monday after the show. Um, but I, you know, you you film whoever has the ball, and then they get downed or they score or whatever, and you follow that person. It's called the hero shot. And so I see, and, and, and I don't have a great look at Jaden Reed when he catches that ball, but I can hear the crowd, and I'm like, oh, they just won, cool. You know, I'll get the hero shot, I'm, I'm in on Jaden Reed. And then I'm like, wait, everybody's running. And I look to my right, and here comes the entire Michigan State football team. And so then I see a bunch of the other media members just rush onto the field, so I'm like, I'm going to get on the field. So I ran on the field. Reed is celebrating in front of us. I'm filming and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, they're totally going to go to the student section. I know they're going to go. I was just waiting for the sign. They turned. Dude, I, I ran a 100-yard touchdown on, on the field at Spartan Stadium. <laughs> Sprinted. I turned and booked it right to the student section so I could get in front of those guys, and they were facing me while they were celebrating. It was it was pretty cool. It was so. And then we were sprinting back to the press room, Keon trying to get flips. shots of Mel. You know, we were in the tunnel filming Mel. He was he was fired up. He was doing fist bumps in front of the student section, and he was he dapped up like every single Michigan State football member, you know, staff or player or assistant coach as they were heading into the tunnel after the game. He waited for all of them, dapped them all up, you know, and, and then we went into the presser, and the presser was crazy, and I had to lug my giant tripod back to the car, but that's neither here nor there. It was a fun night, and Michigan State got the win. They head into the bye. Do you guys feel like this is a team that can get to six now? I always... this This was the – I have been out on the bowl game. I didn't think this team was good enough, but I thought if they could steal a win against Wisconsin – there is a route to six wins. Yeah, I've I've since they lost to, um, kind of when they lost to Maryland, I thought it was going to be a seven and five team. So the last couple of weeks, I was like, uh, probably seven and five. 
I don't think they're going to get much better than that. Um, I I think six is there. I I do think um, it's going to be tough because Illinois is a good football team. Um, they just jumped up first in the West after beating Minnesota yesterday. Illinois looks really good. They, yeah, they, might, be, they might be top 20 after that Minnesota win. But yeah, they were 24 coming into it. Their defense is phenomenal. They should be unbeaten. Um, Brett Bielema. Yeah. Who would have thought? He was a great coach at Wisconsin. He, he was. shouldn't have gone to the SEC, but that's irrelevant. Yeah, so, uh, he. I mean, I I don't know. It's They're going to have to steal one of the three Michigan-Illinois-Penn um, State games. And the crazy thing to me, and I don't know if this is my fandom speaking, I, I think they have a chance in every game. I'm not saying I, they're going to win I, every game or win any of them for that matter. I but don't know I, about Penn State. Just, be, like, just well, because it's on the road and it's not going to mean anything. I like, I it don't might think mean something for Penn State. It's not going to mean anything for Penn State. I think Penn it State might, loses two more games like, before well, Michigan State okay, even but, heads but, but, to but, town. But here's the, here's the road, right? Michigan loses to Michigan State and then beats Ohio State. And then Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all have one loss. Ohio's, oh, that Penn, Penn State State's game against gonna, MSU will mean way more well, for Penn them. State's going to lose to Ohio Penn, State. Yesterday, Maybe I, not. Yesterday, well, then they would all have three losses, or that well, somebody would have two. I mean, yesterday I wanted to believe that Penn State was going to, you know, not pull James, James Franklin and actually do something on the road. It didn't happen. Um, James it, Franklin and Jim Harbaugh against the top twenty-five are, are laughable. Are fraud. They're both frauds. I. But anyways, James Franklin is in for another collapse. Even though he's got a very talented football team. Uh, Sean, I think Clifford's time at Penn State might be over. Allard took after over. seven years. After seven years, oh, you, you think you know he's been there forever. It's been a great yeah. decade of college football <laughs> for Sean he's, Clifford. For Sean Clifford specifically, but I think every game they do have a chance. And like I said, they could win every game the rest of the way. They could lose every game the rest of the way. Which you know what a take, Matt. But like honestly, they have a chance to win every game. Um, yep, that's a, we got to record great, that. Great, make that great, a button. Yeah, great what cliche. a take, Matt. What a take. <laughs> God. Anyways, but I think I think seven wins is doable. I think I'd love to sit here and say eight and say they're just going to win out. But wow, that would be insane! Wow, I would actually, live on the airwaves. I would that would be the crazy Michigan State football if, win. To, could if, you imagine? If they, I couldn't even, I couldn't even comprehend. Imagine, imagine if they lost to Maryland, Minnesota, Washington. I, I don't care about Ohio State, and then win out. That would be wild against what the back half of the schedule. Would I would, and number one, people would forget about everything. Like honestly, that would, you know, I think would make, that would make everyone so much more mad at the I defense would, and Scotty Hazelton. I, I think I would get too. more angry yeah. because also, I was like, I think oh, you, you've always been be. able to yeah. do it. And that, yeah. would, that would also mean he gets to keep his job. Which, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't want to say up here and I, people should be fired. I don't want to get hell from the SID of Michigan State football. But the man, the defense sucks. I mean, that's just. The right. Sucks. Yeah, we need we need change, but we also have a very interesting storyline in the fact that the top of the college football world has a new face. Can I, can I sing Rocky Top? I like. Yeah, there, it's the color orange. The Tennessee Volunteers knock off Alabama on a game-winning field goal, fifty-two to forty-nine. Classic SEC smash mouth football, grounded pound, five yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, not a lot of defense in that one, but. Hendon Hooker, the Tennessee Volunteers, I was in on them. I was just hoping they would beat Bama, and by God, they did it. Now, the road is not over for Bama. They can still win out and win the SEC championship, and sure enough, we'll see the Crimson Tide and their maroon and white in the playoffs, but it doesn't look good moving forward, and shout-out Tennessee, man. I'm happy for them. So, and 
Tennessee really has the road set up for them. Yes, they do. But they got to be Georgia. They they are going to have to be Georgia. Um, which and then it's yeah. It's the SEC is. I I don't know. I it's always, I, it's I yesterday after I saw Tennessee won and. What was an incredible game? The fact that I had to—I didn't have to watch the state game, but like, you know, I have one TV in my dorm. I have to sacrifice watching Michigan State, Wisconsin, two five hundred slash below five hundred Big Ten teams or a top five matchup in the SEC, and I watched the Big Ten game because I'm a sicko. And but after I saw that Tennessee carried the up the goalpost out of the stadium, I thought they're going to lose next week. And I looked at the schedule; they play UT Martin. So that's not um, going to happen. Yeah, but, but which is I'm going to go. I'm going to be out on uh, them losing to UT Martin. <laughs> hey, when they lose, to, they got UT Martin. They host Kentucky, who I think is not I great. Fraud. I think Will Levis or Levis, however you say, they did beat Mississippi State last night, but I don't think they're that good. He puts mayo in his coffee. He does put mayo in his coffee. And then it's no, uh, November fifth, they go to Georgia. Oh, that's and you know what a, a sneaky team that in the SEC that is going to be interesting because they always give Alabama don't a say little Ole, don't say Ole Miss. they always give They're Alabama a fight Ole Miss, Ole Miss does give up. Alabama fits. Alabama oh, the running rebels could you imagine an SEC championship of an undefeated Ole Miss taking on undefeated Tennessee I would love that especially because it'd be at Lane Kiffin coaching but Ole Miss is seven. Throw mustard. No coach deserves more Ole, than Lane Kiffin. Ole, Ole Miss is I'm going to say it just is the worst. Seven and O team in college football. That's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. I mean, they I, they haven't really played. They beat Kentucky close. They played Auburn close last yesterday at home. I mean, Auburn's bad. R.I.P. James Madison. I think I, yeah, the Dukes are unfortunately. They gone. lost to Georgia Southern. Yep. Wow. Were they up in that game? I think so. But Kansas also lost. They're officially done. Yeah. Good for them, America's team. But I mean, Ole Miss has not played anybody. They go to LSU next week. Which will be a fun game, but they'll win because LSU is fraudulent, even though it'll be pretty close. At AM, AM's fraudulent, and then Bama. I mean, they could lose every game the rest of the way because they play, they literally play the best teams in the SEC yeah. when it's coming up. They're in trouble, but they are still a good football team, but I just don't think they're, they shouldn't be 7 0. Um, what was next? Oh, the Utah game yesterday. That was fun. That I was, was watching that at a local establishment, <laughs> and all I, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, paying attention. I just kept checking to see the score. And, and all of a sudden, you know, Utah goes for two to win the game. And I was like, oh, there's still 40 seconds left. You know, USC's got a chance. And I look up and there's eight seconds. And then I look up and there's 13 seconds. And I look up and there's 11 seconds. And then I look up and there's eight seconds. And no play has... No, no. What What happened I, at the end of that I'm game? I'm going to be honest. So, I did not pay attention to So the there was... Uh, I just, there were flags and timeouts and penalties. And, no, and so, they, it took them... It took yeah. them Actually, eleven real minutes to play the final thirteen seconds of yeah. that game. So there was uh, Caleb Williams chucked a ball that got picked off, but on the interception there was pass interference. The person up in the booth stopped the clock on the PI, which it's not a dead play. So they stopped it at like twelve. As the Utah player is returning it down the sideline. And then what, just in the middle of his return, he already ran like 40 yards. The clock just starts again. Oh, so they yeah. just realized their mistake mid-play? Yeah, and then just started it. And then the refs were like, oh, put it back to this. And then they had to go to review. And then they were like, actually, it's eight seconds. But in reality, it should have been like two seconds. The, uh, it was, it was yeah, a nightmare. I, mean, but, I was watching the game, and I, was, I thought Utah was going to win because I like Utah as a team. But I'm like, SC is so good. And then I forgot that um, Utah wore special helmets yesterday. For they the, were sick. Those were really cool. For um, 
Aaron Lowe and Ty Jordan, two Utah football players that both passed away on the team, I believe the last two years. No, they were both last year. It was both last year. Yeah. But um, so it was uh, obviously a very emotional game for Utah. I'm very happy they won. Shout yeah. out the Utes. Yeah, the they, artwork on the side of the helmet. Whoever did cool. that was they were they were, was, were actually really cool. And uh, it was cool to see them storm the field. I don't know how you can't love college football. I mean NFL football. We're gonna talk about it in a little bit. Uh, it doesn't. To make sure to tune in if you'd like. But I just there's it not, doesn't there's, compare. It doesn't compare. It doesn't compare. And college college sports are the best ever. I just I, you see a hundred thousand people on the field at Neyland Stadium yesterday singing Rocky Top. How can you not love that? How can you not? I tell you what, it's going to be so much fun to have because every year we have a top five SEC matchup to decide the playoff, and it's always Alabama and Georgia, and it's going to be really That's, fun to see Rocky Top Orange on my TV for a top five SEC Hen- matchup that will decide likely who is going to be our national Hen- champion. Hendon Hooker is very he is, he my is him. He, he's I've, him. I've been Everybody saying that for the last two weeks. Hendon Hooker, I think JJ McCarthy. Yeah, what did he throw? Fifteen for twenty-eight yesterday for one hundred and forty yards. If, hey, if it was JJ windy and cold. Played, Blake Quorum. It was Blake windy and cold. If if JJ played at any other school, he would have the same chances to win the Heisman as Bo Nix does. Bo Nix actually has a chance. That's to win. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like there's a chance. It's extremely low, but he's up there. Bo, I, I, my, I'm actually high on my, Bo Nix. Liam Heisman, hates it. My Heisman finalist. If I could pick three right now, Hendon Hooker's my winner. I'll I'll acknowledge after even after Kenneth Walker got screwed last year, Blake Corm deserves to be in New York as of as of right now. I like it. And Bonix. Really? Oregon football. They got a big game with UCLA next week. Uh I'm in on Oregon. And UCLA, I, former Michigan running back, Zach Charbonnet. And I don't know why Michigan I mean I Corm's very good, but Charbonnet is very good. And I was kinda I was very happy when he left Michigan because he's a very good running back. But uh as a wise man once told me, he can run the damn ball. He runs the. I mean, he runs hard, and that's all you can ask for. But I, Oregon's good. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna keep pushing that. Bo Nix is him. People yeah. don't like Bo Nix. Liam hates Bo Nix. I know he does. Um, and then the last thing before we go off the break, Michigan State is no longer in last place in the Big Ten East. Shout out the Michigan State Spartans on homecoming. 34 to 28 in double overtime. We all had a blast. It's a happy Sunday. We are all smiles and giggles here on the Green and White Report. We've got some MLB baseball coming up for you after the break. Stick around. It's WDBM East Lansing and the Green and White Report. And we're back here on the Green and White Report. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're having a lovely Sunday. We don't count it as an NFL Sunday because the Lions don't play. Thankfully, they can't lose today. Ka-chow. You never know, though. The, yeah. the bye week can be tough sometimes. You can still lose on the bye week if you're the Lions. Um, Age-old joke. It's never a good one. Um, but we do have some MLB baseball to talk to, talk to, talk about. Wow, uh, that's how we're feeling on Sunday. Um, but I did see Eric Bach at an establishment last night, former sports broadcasting director, now the uh, one of the play-by-play announcers for the Fredericksburg Freed Nats. And I told him, I said, Bach, I'm a baseball fan now. I didn't like baseball, but I did it over the past summer, and I, I have... Paid attention um, woefully to the Tigers this summer and the rest of the MLB, and it's been a lot of fun. Didn't see this coming out of the NL. I mean, I thought the Cardinals were going to be a World Series contender. You know, they've got the 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 final year 
possibly of Pujols and then Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, and they've got everything going their way, and Goldschmidt's uh, an MVP candidate. He's probably going to win the NL MVP. They've I'd got imagine. Arenado's probably the best third baseman in baseball. Uh, maybe not. Manny Machado's still pretty good. Top two. Um, but, but man, the Phillies beat the Cardinals, and then they take on the Braves, who I, you know, they had all the momentum in the world starting these playoffs after overtaking the Mets in the, in the NL East. The Mets lose in the wild card. You know, who would have thought that the Phillies would be the last team out of the NL East? They're in the NLCS, and then they're taking on not the Dodgers, not the Mets, the Padres, the San Diego baseball Padres, are in a National League Championship I mean, Series. That was quite a game last night. We were watching that in in and out in the middle of karaoke. Luke Sloan was running around the house every time the Padres would score because nobody roots for the Dodgers. Um, and, man, how about San Diego? The, the NL's, that's going to be a fun matchup, I think. I, it is. I think I am shocked that Philly is still in the playoffs. I didn't shock they made you, the playoffs. You know what the thing about it is, though, is I was having this conversation with my roommate when we were watching some of the games, and we were talking about, you know, who's got who's got World Series pitching uh, in these playoffs? And I think Cleveland does. I think the Yankees might. Um, the Mets you know, definitely did. The, the, the Padres, Dodgers the Padres did. definitely do. The Mets obviously did. The Dodgers did. The but, Braves. But that's, I mean, but that's what it is. Is is I, You know, while we were having that conversation, I was like, MLB playoff baseball, you know, if you want to win 100-plus games in the regular season, you got to have pitching. you got to have lights-out starters. you got to have a knockout closer. And you got to have good bullpen guys. That's just how it goes. But in the playoffs, games are won by run scoring. Believe it or not, you got to score runs to win in baseball. But the teams with the best lineups every single year and that can hit the home runs and make the big plays late, those are the teams that always do well. And, you know, I... I, I Philly has a quietly very good lineup. Obviously, they've got Bryce Harper. JT Real Muto is probably the best hitting catcher in baseball. Hit it inside the parker. I know. I mean, this is a very fun Phillies team. And also, also, I appreciate the city of Philadelphia. What a wild place that is. Um, but they're going to be rowdy for this NLCS. So is San Diego. They've been waiting for the playoffs for a long time. Um, it's going to be exciting for both of those teams. I think every game is going to be fun. I could definitely see this series going seven. I will say I am rooting for the Padres very much. Obviously, friend of the program, Nick Sonk, San Diego native. Um, Did not know. Yes, I, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, he was in a Padres jersey last yes, week. Yes, he uh, he is a huge Padres fan. He was in the city edition. He was, yes, he was. He uh, he was considering, because obviously fall breaks next weekend, he might be going home to Do go it. to the NLC. Nick Sonk, if you're listening, go. Go to the game. I mean, I, I might go with him, to be honest. Do that it. would be awesome. I mean, would be phenomenal. I mean, the Padres, I'm going to be rooting for the Padres. I can't believe Philly is here. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a Philadelphia. I'm not a Philadelphia sports guy. I know you have it on here. I or just you know about them being good right now. I hate Philly sports. Their fans are horrible. I'm it's a good guy. time. Uh, the, the, but the, it is a good time to be alive. Maybe they'll stop being yeah. miserable. The thing. But, I, well, are the Flyers good? Uh, they're two and zero to start the year. Yeah. So, so I are mean, the Red Wings. And more to yeah, come. Yeah, we'll get into Preview. that. But um, Stay I mean, tuned. the no Sixers, the the Flyers are supposed to be pretty good, like borderline playoff team. Um, Sixers and the, the Sixers are supposed to be good. I, yeah, don't, I never yeah, know. The, the Sixers like, are supposed make, to be good. Every they'll make the year. playoffs. Yeah. But they I, they'll be a three seed and then they'll yeah. lose in the first round. Yeah. So like that. That's the Eagles. To the Pistons. The Eagles look phenomenal. And and now, just like the Phils, like right, the Phillies. Right. Like what do you? That's 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 the one thing I. That's one of the things I, I've Phillies always appreciated. Best, the best MLB mascot too. 
Yeah. Mm. Also the scariest, but Oh yeah. But, so but that's scarier, that's but. one of the thing that's one of the things I always appreciate about the city of Philadelphia. They have all four sports teams. They are, you know, good hard working city. Their fans love their teams just like we do here in Detroit. They hate Santa Claus. I'm just going to throw that out. That there. is yeah, that is true, but um the American League has also been a blast. The Yankees lost. It's always a yeah. good day when the Yankees lose. It's hard for me to root for a Cleveland team. I agree. But I can't help but pull for the Guardians in this series because I hate the Yankees. I'm over Stanton. I'm over all the Aaron Judge 62 BS. I literally could not care less about 62 home runs. That's such an insignificant number to me. Obviously, it's a great accomplishment. Nobody in the American League has hit more home runs than Aaron Judge now at this point. whoop de frickin' do dude. I don't care about 62 home runs. It's such an insignificant record. The Guardians are a fun team. They're young. They're low payroll. They've got fan. You want to talk about World Series pitching. They have World Series pitching. Emmanuel Classe is one of the most fun guys to watch on the mound when he can come into a game. If they can win this series, that will be huge, and I'll be so happy. I, I am very much, I mean, I hate the Yankees. I want them to win. Friend of the program, he's listening right now, texting me. Nick Burt, also part of Impact. Let's go, Nick Burt. He's a huge Cleveland fan. And as he, is Michael Marcotte. Shout out. Shout out, Michael. Go and Guardians. He, no. I go, I'm still pissed about them sweeping the Rays. But it's not. But they're not the Yankees, and that's why I'm rooting for them, even though whoever wins this series, even if the Yankees come back, the Houston Astros are going to curb stomp whoever they play. Yeah, the Houston Astros. I was pulling for – you know, I, I am – Everybody was pulling. Justin Verlander is probably going to win a Cy Young. Probably going to win a Cy Young. And now his – Good for him. Good now, for JV. Now, and now man. he's going in the Hall of Fame as an Astro yeah, and not a Tiger. Unfortunately, I think you might – especially if they His, his only no-hitters came as Tigers, though. Yeah. yeah, but he, he, did, win, Cy he did win an MVP in Detroit, but man, he's been so He good. won a Cy Young here too, right? He won two. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. But he's also But he's he's won a World sec- Series. He's got to his second Houston Cy Young, I believe. I believe he won one already in Houston. He's about to win a second World Series, which he didn't get either in Detroit or didn't get any in Detroit, I should say. And all I know is Houston's been to six straight ALCSs. They're about to go to another World Series and they're going to beat Everybody in their path. I'll tell you what. I am a sports fan who just, if I don't have a vested rooting interest in one of the teams, meaning it's not the Portland Trailblazers or a local team, um, I root for chaos. I root for buzzer beaters and crazy penalties or fouls late in the game or whatnot and bad calls and stuff like that. Um, And so I just root for chaos and, and... Go ahead, finish your in, in game one, it's seven to five Mariners. You know, I'm a Mariners guy. Easy to pull for that team. That's a very lovable team. Seven five Mariners, bottom nine. You know, and, and the Astros get a guy on, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, make it make it interesting. My roommate's like, are you rooting for Houston? I'm like, no, I just want to see a close game. And then they walk the second guy, and I'm like, cool. This 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 game is still going. The the, the inning is still alive. You know, this is this is fun. This is playoff baseball. The Astros are doing what I want. They're making it close. And I didn't realize Jordan was up next. And he tanked that baseball. I think it's still flying in downtown Houston right now. That walk-off home run in game one was crazy. And I, fe- I felt like the series was lost right there for Seattle. I mean, they, 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 were, they lit up JV in the first four innings of that game. They kept hitting on the bullpen, too. They put up seven runs. They had all the momentum in the world. They were feeling good. And then to lose in that fashion, I think that really demoralized them for the rest of the series, well, and they couldn't come back from that. Well, that, and then they lost one nothing last night. In 18 innings. In two baseball games. The longest, yeah. the longest scoreless 
baseball game in MLB history. Yeah, that was the record they, was fifteen innings. They got to sixteen and obviously eighteen. They played two baseball games and allowed one run. Did, did they? But do, they didn't score any. Did, so. they, did they do the uh, seventh inning stretch and after the fourteenth? They should probably. Have. They should, I they didn't see. Cleveland last yeah. week. and Tommy Cavanaugh was at the game. Shout out to him. But and uh, Tcav Sparty that on Twitter spaces mm-hmm. that uh and I'll give it out to the Seattle fans because they were at that baseball game for like eight hours and that place was full the whole time. But yeah, the, the, uh, Tommy told me this at the Guardians game last week. They shut because usually after the seventh inning, they uh, they close all down everything, including beer and no hot dogs. They did never opened it back up for, during the Rays game. Wow, so that's they like... were there. They just watched seven innings of baseball with no food and no no I mean no beer or no liquid no, courage. No, li- no no liquids to be to be had of any kind. And I was so I God I can I don't think I'd be able to go through eighteen innings of baseball or. I guess another twelve or eleven innings without just even a hot dog. Yeah, I don't care even a granola bar. I don't care if it's, don't I mean, it's ten dollars. I will pay a hot dog. I will pay for a hot yeah. dog. Right now. Ballpark dogs in Michigan in, State major Sp- in Spartan Stadium hot dogs are so good and for no reason. Don't yeah. get the brats though. You'll yeah. be cursing yourself for the next twenty four hours. I did that good. last week. Um, San Diego. I want to t- touch back on them real quick before we get into that. Josh Hader looks so good. Josh Hader is an animal. He looks so good. Which Um, it's really fun to see that because I listen to um, John Boy's podcast, no free ads, but um, they they talked about that a lot. And um, they have um, Trevor Plouffe on there, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, Who's a former MLB player, pretty insightful on the rest of baseball. And John Boy is also just a very smart guy and a huge baseball fan and a nerd about the game. Um, and they talked about something really interesting where Hayter struggled uh, when he got to San Diego. It wasn't the same as in Milwaukee um, and was giving up a lot more runs and was really having trouble, you know, kind of three-fourths of the way through the season. And, you know, people had talked about that. It was like his arm angle of release was literally like three inches lower or something, and it made players so much, it made it so much easier for the hitters to see the ball out of his hand, and they could pick pick apart which pitch it was going to be. Um, so he must have pulled his arm up a little bit because he is slinging that rock now. Well, yeah, and the thing that makes him so lethal is uh, he hides the ball for so long. People don't get it until it's already on the way. Like, he doesn't – so when his arm moves down, now they can pick it up out of his hand. Right. But instead of hiding it until the ball is actually, like, on its way – um. But his slider is so good. His slider, I was watching people just hack away. Like, Freddie Freeman could not have hit any – he got three straight sliders. Whose slider would you rather face, Josh Hader or Emmanuel Classe? Because Class A's comes in at 93. Uh, Hater goes 88, and it's more like a slurve, so I'd rather try to get a bat Cla- on Class, Class A's. best pitch is his cutter. That comes I mean, yeah, the cutter. That's, that's, the, one that's the best moves. pitch in baseball. That is the most, yeah. I mean, 101 with movement is just absurd. Hitting a baseball is unbelievably difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I some people can just do some crazy stuff. I don't, I, I don't think I could, I mean... I can't hit any of them, so <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. But Josh Hader, Josh Hader, j- just because of how long it hides, it's coming from the left, and then the way it moves away, that's that's a nightmare. I'm a righty, so I'll go and give hit give Hader a single after 50 attempts. No, uh, I'm gonna go sit on the the tip of the plate, and hopefully a slider catches me in the foot. 
And that's the only way I'm getting get down to first. <laughs> yeah, probably but crawl down because my foot's gonna be broken. Kind of unexpectedly, we only have one DS game left, and that's tonight, Game Four, with the Guardians up two to one over the Yankees, seven oh seven on TBS. If you would like to tune in. Um, what are we expecting tonight in Game Four? I'm expecting to be watching NFL. in Cleveland. That yeah. crowd is going to be electric. I expect to be watching the NFL and get cutaways for Aaron Judge at bats, even though he struck out like nine times already in the playoffs. He's been horrible in the postseason. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I could care less. The Astros are going to win. What a take! What, <laughs> yeah. What a take! The Astros are going to win the AL, and then I just want whoever wins the NL. I want San Diego or the Phils to win the World Series. Who are you rooting for in the NL? Pick uh, one now. I have to pick, pick one a team now. and stick with them. Red or yellow? I'm going Phillies. They're okay. the underdog. He's wearing red. Padres. I'm going with the Padres. Yeah, See, pu- I like. I like. I'm both pulling. Of, I'm pulling I, for the Friars. Also, I think. I like I, both of those teams. I'm, I mean, I, I'd rather I, see that pitching staff in the World Series. I, I don't like uh, Philly. I, I'd love to see Bryce. Stays. I'd l- the city. The city of brotherly love. Yeah, the, oh. I. I hate Philly fans. All right, you heard it, Philly fans. Come after Matt Merrifield. No, they're going to throw snowballs at me like they did Santa Claus. Actually, they'll probably throw rocks at you. <laughs> but uh, um, Covered in snow. Yeah, I, I'm, cool with, I'm cool with either of those t- teams. And the crazy thing is San Diego is this good right now, and they're missing debatably their best player. I mean, yeah, I, they might not yeah, even need him next year. anymore. Honestly. Yeah, but they're I still going to take him because he's the best player in baseball. I heard he's going to come back and play center field. Love that. I think uh, he honestly the, would probably the, be awesome I think in center field. In the, He's so fast. Yeah, in the NL, it's I'm going with San Diego. Shout out Nick. And then in the AL, I also I have a Houston I have a Jose Altuve jersey that Cheer. I would like to know I got before. It hasn't been doused in lighter fluid yet. I had got it before they were caught cheating. And personally, I don't care about the about the whole cheating scandal. Every team. In Where baseball. is the buzzer? Every team. Give in baseball. me my buzzer. The, bu- the buzzer is on Jose Altuve's chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah Altuve's got I, it. I need to go I, get it so I, I can buzz I, you, Nick. I, 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 I love wearing it anywhere in this great city or anywhere in general, and it's just. It's like the run the damn ball hat. It's just a conversation starter for people to be like. So, like, at the same time, I don't like wearing it for those reasons. Like, I don't care about. I don't want to talk about how they cheated. I don't care. I you're not going to like my opinion. Obviously, nobody does. Do you want to talk like, about how they're still cheating? And you know what? You all know still cheating. San Diego probably in Cleveland probably. Yeah, everybody. All I, they all cheat. <laughs> well, San yeah. Diego was. I mean, Tatis was juicing. Don't do drugs. I mean, not, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm not even just talking about that. I think P, I'm not going to say I think PD should be legal, but I think Barry Bonds should have his record. I don't. And he never was caught. But anyways, and Reggie Bush should get I, his Heisman back. That's I, <laughs> <laughs> where are we going I'm here? Sure. It's <laughs> spiraling. I think all I know is that um, I, I'm Houston's so good. I'm just going to root for them. I have the jersey. Um, I don't. I, I and if this is I, Yankees I, I, Astros, I'm going to be so upset. But I think I think Cleveland finishes I'm, it tonight. I think Cleveland gets it done tonight. What's but, the line? I have no idea. Why don't I know? I, I should know. I'm sure, the Yankees are but Yankees favored. are favored minus one seventy. That's in Cleveland. They're always, yeah, they're always, they're always over under is six and a half. So they're take, saying Yankees take, win like four to two, four to take, three. Take the under. Take yeah, it. I mean all the games. This, I think uh, this playoffs one, have been know, under. Taking the under is fraudulent in my opinion, but I think. Last point about that's just, like saying picking heads in a coin toss is fraudulent. I, so I, stupid, I, and, and, but it's true. I, <laughs> but tails never fails. Tails take the over. Fails. Taking the over is if you're taking the under, you're rooting for bad football. The only time it's acceptable is Army Navy football, Iowa, I Iowa football, Michigan State. 
No. No. That's, They'll always that's be the it. over. Yeah, they the hit other the over hit, hit yesterday. See, if you would have bet the under, you would have been out 10 bucks, and you, well, you still would have been happy because State won, and, the old, and it was a fun football game. You're rooting for boring football if you bet on the under. What about baseball, though? You're yeah, rooting, no, sport, no, no, because you're rooting sport, for good pitching. Low yeah, scoring is good pitching. You're, and I, I, you're not wrong because I do enjoy a good two to one baseball. What if Cal game? Quantrill has a no hitter it, through six? It, is it Cal Quantrill day today? It's Cal Quantrill Cal- versus Garrett Cole. Oh, it's over. Give me the Guardians. Guardians money line. <laughs> Matt's heading out. He's going to take us to break. It's almost Guardians noon. money line. What a take from Matt. <laughs> it's almost noon. You're listening to the Green White Report on WDBM East Lansing. Four minutes after the top of the hour, breaking news on the Green and White Report. Zach Slowick downgraded to questionable after smacking himself in the face with the headset prior to coming back from break. Slowick, how are you doing? No, this is true. The the back of the headphones spun on me and hit me directly in the corner of my eye and temple. Can't be um, good after trying to recover from last night. I, I think if the Miami Dolphins, uh, if I see him, I'll be cleared to Dude. go tonight, um, even though I might be concussed a little bit. Clear to go tonight. I'm, I'm Now I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's a back issue. A, well, I'm concerned that you want to go back tonight. That's yeah. not what you mean. But It yeah. is technically an NFL Sunday. Even though the Lions don't play, we'll get into a little bit of discussion. Ooh. I'm going to berate you guys after this pick I'm going to shred you guys in this pick I have to toot my own horn because after going 4-10 myself in the first week of our pick What was that, a month ago? The second, relax. Yeah, last relax. time Brendan was here. The second, you can't berate anyone. The second week, I come back... Lead the league nine and five. Now I'm tied with Slowick at thirteen and fifteen in the overall standings. Merrifield two games above five hundred at fifteen and thirteen. Also, a inverse shout out to Liam Jackson who went four and ten the last time he was on here. He tried to fade everybody yeah, and it that, spun that on him. That's face. what you deserve, Liam. I hope you're waking up and listening to me right now. That's what you get. Four and ten. Yeah, I don't think Liam's awake. I don't think so. I don't know if Liam will be awake. The rest of the day. I, I have received multiple texts from Impact sport, Impact people that have just said, uh, they, just a rough morning. A lot of people yeah. are sleeping. Not right feeling now. great. Yeah. Well, the only people I know that are up are the ones that are being forced to like work yeah. like us. Me- mentally, I think a lot of people are in good places, but physically, people are bad. It's a happy Sunday. It's a happy Sunday. You guys aren't going to be what happy if, after if, this pick. What did Brian Collins used to say when he opened shows? Happy hangover, East Lansing? Yeah. I mean... It's a pretty good start to a show. That's, that's, that's pretty start. accurate for today. All right, let's get into the pick NFL Sunday. We've got, uh, I don't know how many games to get to because it is the bye week, so there are a few teams off, including the Detroit Football Lions. But first, at 1 o'clock, the Pats at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland favored by 2.5. Guys, how are we feeling? Um, I believe Bailey Zappi is playing again over Mac Jones. I saw Mac Jones was questionable. Uh, but they did bring up another quarterback from the practice squad, which made um, was it Ian Rappaport who said it sounds like Bailey Zappi's going to be the guy today. Um, so I'm going to go with the Pats it's, because I like I like Bailey. I mean, shout out to uh, also another member at Impact, Marin Klein, the resident Boston and Massachusetts resident. It's Zappi hour in Cleveland today. Also, I just got a text from Nick Burt again saying pick. Pick the Patriots. The Browns are going to crap the bed today. 
Yeah, Easter, no. which he is a Browns fan. Yeah, I agree. Two and a half is too little. I'm always betting against Cleveland forever and always. Give me the Pats. Pats all the way around. Jaguars at Colts. Somehow, the Colts are favored. Minus one and a half. This is a very bad football team in Indianapolis, ladies and gentlemen. And so is Jacksonville. This is is a terrible football team. And so is Tennessee. The AFC South sucks. Jacksonville. uh, How do the Colts normally play against the Jags? Uh, Where is it being? Oh, this is being played in Indy, so usually pretty well. In Jacksonville, they haven't won since 2011. Trevor Lawrence is a born winner. Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl ring on his finger. I'm taking Jacksonville to cover the one and a half. Win this game. If there was a money line bet, we're taking Jacksonville. What a take. Matt, I know you're. I already know. Do we you even? Yeah, you I could take, talk. I, I'm we gonna, know I'm, you're I'm, I'm going to take the Colts every week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor out. Naeem Hines out. It's a Deion Jackson type of day in Indy. Jonathan Colts. Taylor's not playing? Nope. Oh, my God. Give nope. me Jacksonville. Yeah, but, I'm going to second Jacksonville. Okay, you guys are wrong. Whatever. I mean, breaking news out of Matt Indy. Ryan stinks. Hey, but you know who's backup now? Nick Foles isn't active today. You know who is QB2 in Indy? Sam Ellinger. Texas legend. They're back. Horns, horns down. Like, horns, horns down. down. But like, horns down forever. I love Sam Ellinger. I mean, he, he was him back in back in the day. And he still is. And he's gonna, he might, checking he might in, play today. Checking in on the NFC North. The Vikings are three-point favorites over the Dolphins. That's honestly a little bit of surprise on the road. Not sure who the Dolphins quarterback is going to be. Obviously, it's not going to be Tua. I think Chip, Chip Skylark is still starting. So Teddy Somebody is not cleared. So no. maybe. maybe. Uh, they both are cleared, but neither of them are going. So spready dishwasher, no go. And uh, Tua. No go. So I'm well, obviously going. Tua's, I don't know if Tua plays another snap this year. Uh, he was he was warming next, up. No, back, I get that, but I don't know if Roger Goodell will let him. No, yeah, he's he'll be back next week. Um, and Spready Dishwasher should be back backing him up next week. Uh, but I'm gonna go Minnesota. Uh, Skull, shout out Hank, uh, our Minnesota fan here. Vikings are. Gonna, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins at one o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, no better time true. for he's, Kirk Cousins he, to take yes. snaps. I love. I also, Kirk Cousins, another quarterback I love. I mean, he's a Spartan dog, of course, but game management. Matt loves game management I quarterbacks. Love myself, except for Tom Brady. Bit. Yeah, fuck Matt him. loves <laughs> quarterbacks who are just not good at football, but are on good football teams. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're good because that that quarterback's there, and 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 Kirk Cousins is the epitome he of that. It's Vikings job. all around from the green and white round table. Uh, they're going to cover the minus three against the Dolphins. Niners at Falcons. Jimmy G. Pretty Boy is favored by four points over the pity program that the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> are. <laughs> I'm going to take the 49ers. Yeah, so am I. I mean, Jimmy G's a winner. Yeah. That, I, mean, that, I wonder my, who Matt's going to take. I mean, the Niners, of course. Um, the, both Atlanta the, all these games are kind of boring this week. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, this is a bad NFL week, and it's because the Lions aren't playing. That's why. I mean, Jags, Colts, so far is the most exciting we, game. We, we, be, got, we got some good primetime right ones. We're not, be, we're not even as, there yet. We're, it would be Vikings, We're at the games Dolphins, that start in about 40 our, minutes our, and that are our, just going to be stinkers. Our, but we hit 4 yeah. o'clock. It'll be fun. Our pick standings are not going to move much, it looks like, because we only have one different. I'm the only person to not. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna get scorching here once we hit prime time. We'll see. Oh, uh, next one! I, I know. I guarantee you, I'm taking the opposite of what you guys did. Jets at Packers. The Packers, the second best team in the NFC North this year. Uh, Packers favored by seven and a half at home. Lambeau Field, worst stadium in the NFL. Who are we taking? Too many points. Give me the Jets. Damn it! I want to be the only person. I, I knew you were going Jets. Everybody really? Because I was gonna. Are we We're all, all taking, going. Are we Jets? all taking the Jets? No. <laughs> J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Jets. Uh, okay, because you guys took the Jets, I'm taking the Packers seven and a half. 
That's just so many points. And the Can you change? I thought we talked. You can't change just because other people make picks. Yeah, that you, is true. That's yeah. a Liam Jackson special, though. That's his. That's his yeah, power. You already move. said J E T S Jets, I'm, Jets, I'm Jets. Yeah, no, that's you, fair. You I'll take. Same. I'll take the Jets. That's who I really want with seven Jack and a half. Bengals minus three at the Saints. Seamus Winston uh, and Andy Dalton. Joe Shiesty. Andy Dalton is starting for the Saints. The Red against his his former team. Revenge game. Wow, that makes me want to take the Saints. I'm gonna. Defer to you guys first. I I don't think you can do that, but okay. Um, if <laughs> I Jam- haven't made my pick yet. If Jameis was he wants a, to hear our analysis, yeah, he wants first. he wants us. That's a Liam Jackson move. Actually, go last and then fade everyone. Um, if Jameis was out eating W's, I would take the Saints, but he's not, so I'm gonna take the Bengals. I don't even know. I honestly don't have a take on this game. I think I'll I'm, I'll take the home dog and the Saints. Even though, yeah, I'll take the home dog and the Saints here. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the oh. Bengals this year. Man, yeah, this is a weird one. Minus three. I, I haven't been able to watch New Orleans football this year, but I have That's caught a, a, a few. Yeah, I have caught a few Cincinnati games, and they've been underwhelming. If I'm being completely honest, yeah. Um, against the Dolphins, against the Cowboys. Shocker! I watched the primetime ones, <laughs> um, but and I'm not going to watch this game either. But I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, I think they might sneak by with like a four here, like twenty-seven, twenty-three, or something. Uh, Ravens at Giants. Sloak already has his pick in for the best quarterback in the NFL. Lamar Jackson was favored by five and a half points against an, asto- an astonishingly four and one New York football Giants team. I mean, they have the best running back in the league, but what the hell is going on in New York? Uh, I mean, Kenny Do- Galladay is getting paid to not even play. <laughs> getting paid to I just like stand on the line of scrimmage. Receiver. Doesn't even line up on half the snaps. I, I, I don't know. That's a lot of points. The Ravens are a very good football team, and the Giants aren't. But, man, winning on the road by five and a half is tough. I don't think so. Not against <laughs> not against the G-men. Um, yeah, sorry, Cam McLaren. I know you're I'm a Giants gonna, fan. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants here. I think I like that pick as well. I'm going to take the Giants. Something about the parody in the NFL this year, something about the fact that that football team is 4-1 and one the makes NFC me think East they're going to be 5-1 and one at home. New York fans are down bad with their Yankees. They're not going to show up. They're not going to be, well, I guess that game's in Cleveland, but they're down bad with their Yankees. They're down bad with their Mets. They got a root for the New York football Giants, who are the best team in the city right now. They're going to be showing out for that game. I'm going to take the Giants. I mean, I think the Rangers are the best team in the city right now. But the Giants... Okay, you Danny, can't, don't talk hockey. Come on. What do you mean? Don't talk hockey. Hockey's <laughs> awesome. But um, Danny Dimes is the mayor of New York right now. He's the king of New York, as he should be. King of Long Island. The king of Staten Island. Nathan Stearns was in attendance last night. The king of oh, Long Island. King of Long Islands. Yes. 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 yes that is Bucks funny. at Steelers. We've got a lot of points not in favor of Pittsburgh. Nine and a half for Tommy B and all of his drama going on right now, does he overcome the back channels and the off-the-field issues to score 10 points more than the Steelers today? Um, my roommate is a Steelers fan for some unknown reason. He's got a Kenny Pickett jersey hanging in our room right now. That his I, hands are small. I, I tell him that. My hands are bigger than Kenny Pickett's. I just like saying that just to say that because <laughs> I don't like Kenny Pickett and I slander him every second I get. It's there, There's a game manager I don't like, Sloic. There it is. Fair. Kenny Pickett. He sucks. Um, Buccaneers will cover. That's yeah. a lot of points, but the Steelers are so bad. Their secondary sucks. Chris Godwin's going to eat today. 
Matt's going with the buckaroonie and cheese over to Slowick. Uh, I'm just looking at the weather report here in Pittsburgh. Um, it's gonna be You're s- not pulling up weather it's for this Bucks-Steelers uh, game. It's 40 and cloudy. 65 and <laughs> no cloudy. No way. Yeah. No way it's 65. It's, we were in the line it's for, for, for a local... Uh, dining establishment last dining. night with with Cam McLaren, what, get, who is who get, is a Texas native. Oh Lord, <laughs> feels feels like fifty eight. We were complaining. No we were complaining about how cold it was, and, and you know it was below fifty or whatever in, in East Lansing. I saw my breath when I was outdoors, Ugh. but. You know, I said, I was like, you know, why do we live here? You know, you're from Texas. What are you doing here? Like, he's, I was like, if I was in Texas why, right why now, I'd, would be, you come here? I'd be, I'd be in a t-shirt and shorts. And he goes, no, it was like cold in Texas today. I said, pull it up, pull it up on your phone right now. I guarantee you it wasn't 83 in Cam's hometown in Texas last night at the moment at like 11 like PM that we were looking. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I'd be sweating in Texas right now. Yeah. I'm a... Uh... Both these teams are. I don't like either. Not one. fun to watch. There's a this lot. This is of, not a fun football. No, game. this one I will not be. I'll be probably be taking a nap at this point. Um, I'm gonna take the Steelers just because that's a lot of point. I don't think Tom Brady's very good. Mike Tomlin knows how to beat Tom Brady. Um, and also Najee Harris claims that he's finally healthy and he took the metal plate out of his shoe because of his foot thing. But I'll believe it when I see it because he's averaging like four fantasy points a week. He's averaging two yards. Didn't you try to trade him to me this week in fantasy? Yes, football? I did. And I said no. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, like I tried to get like someone who wasn't. A, you tried to get AJ Brown and like James Conner for yeah. Najee and somebody, and I'm like no. Yeah. J- oh yeah, it was James Conner for Najee and then AJ Brown for Keenan Allen who's and hurt. I, yeah. So. I'm like hell no. <laughs> I was just seeing. I was testing the waters <laughs> yeah nine and a half points for me is too many for the most boring greatest quarterback of all time to go against <laughs> at, the most on the quiet road. greatest coach of all, t- all time yeah on the road too i'm gonna take the steelers as well merrifield you're the lone you're the lone buck taking the bucks uh panthers at rams the former uh not former but defending super bowl champion rams um the detroit rams that is 10 point favorites uh, yeah, I see this as definitely being a Rams game. Uh, there's just chaos going on down there in Carolina. They just fired Matt Rule. Shout out Nathan Stearns. He's a big fan of that. They don't have a quarterback. They um, do. It's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, they the don't King. have a quarterback. Oh. Give me the Rams. Um, the reason that you're taking the Rams is going to be the reason I take the Panthers. They just fired Matt Rule. Uh, I, give me Panthers. I think, I think they get that fire the head coach bump. Uh, this week, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think they cover. Like the Tigers, who fired uh, or didn't fire Alavila, but they they hired their new guy and then went like 12 and two to end the year, or whatever. Or or Wisconsin. Normally, the first game after firing the head coach, you come out and look <laughs> great. They went out and hung like 49 on Northwestern um, and beat them, but like okay, by but 42 this, points. Northwestern. It's Northwestern. And then Graham Mertz. That's a smart. Awesome. That's a smart person school. It is a very smart person school. Uh, I am not. Taking the Rams, they are not very good this year. They are not. Fine. The Panthers aren't very good, but not. But I think the new coach and it's this is gonna be an ugly football game. This is gonna be like seventeen to fourteen. Yeah. Brennan, you said once we get to prime time, we're gonna get exciting, and we're almost to prime time. I'm still been very bored. I think we're. Rams. I think we're gonna be differing here because we've got Cardinals Why? at the Seahawks oh. minus two and a half for Arizona and the best coach in the NFL. No, you don't, you don't believe that, right? I don't. Cliff Kingsbury taking on the Seahawks. 
the last time the Seahawks were on the Pick'em, when all three of us were here, you guys went against them, and I said, you're stupid. This is a game that the Seahawks are going to win, and that was against the Detroit Football Lions, and I was right. The Seahawks won. I'm sticking with my guns. Geno Gunslinging Smith is going to go out there and win this game, Seahawks. I'm also going Seahawks only because K 9s getting his first career start. They wrote him off. He didn't write back. That oh, Geno Smith, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I'm what did you just say? What? Dude, after on Monday night after the Seattle game, or after, after Seattle beat Denver, Geno Smith goes, they wrote me off, and I didn't write back. That's so badass. That is so cold. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is game. This game's gonna be like a 42 to 35 final because Seattle doesn't have defense, but Geno Smith loves to sling it. K 9s gonna run. But Kyler Murray. Is oh, there's him. a but. But Kyler Murray is. You know him. what they say? Anything that's said before but doesn't matter. Exactly, it doesn't because uh, I hate Cliff Kingsbury. But Kyler Murray is him. Hollywood Baby Yoda. Brown, him. Baby Yoda in. Baby Yoda out. When you're out on, are you out on actual Baby Yoda or just out on? Just Kyler out Murray? on Kyler Murray. Out on Kyler Murray, oh. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, here. Okay, now we have two good. Let's have games. some fun. Bills at Chiefs. Best game of the week. Bills minus two and a half on the road. Favorites is anybody taking the home dog? Chiefs. I am not. I think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. Josh Allen is sick. This is going to be the two MVP candidates. This is who the MVP vote is going to come down to. I will say, I hate all the Pat Mahomes stuff. I hate how much media attention he gets. I hate his brother. I hate his wife. They're no fun. But... The throws that this guy can make is like it really is like for all the sidearm BS that gets on Bleacher Report it really is astonishing when you see the pocket collapse him step up in it he's falling forward and just slings this and it's 60 yards on a frozen rope to a wide receiver downfield I I, I, I like Pat Mahomes' game I don't like the Chiefs though I'm over the Chiefs I want to see Buffalo win a Super Bowl I want to see Josh Allen dancing in the locker room they gotta win tonight give me the Bills I think well, talking about guys that can sling it, Josh Allen. I for some reason I was watching Josh Allen's highlights from Wyoming. How Give me any, the pride of Wyoming. How many? How many? I don't understand how an NFL scout watched best him. Best mascot. Watch, uh, go pokes. Best I, logo. They do have a good logo. And uh, watched his college hot clips and didn't say, "Yeah, that kid can throw it." I'll figure out how to make sure he dials it in. Right. Because he would run on the run and throw it fifty yards and make it look effort. He still does. Like. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, I think, top to bottom. Holmes is a close second. If he played in Denver, I think he could actually throw the ball 100 yards. Probably. I'll tell you what, though. This is a fantastic this, line. This is a three-point game if I've ever seen I mean, one. My issue is this says that the cheat, or the Bills would be eight-and-a-half-point favorites in Buffalo, which I don't think is fair. I th- I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win this one close in a high-scoring game, and then the Bills will get – their revenge in the playoffs when it matters on their way to a Super Bowl that will that is coming to Buffalo this year because that team is too Matt good. takes the Chieftains, Mr. Slowick. Give me the pride of Wyoming. Um, I think not only are the Bills going to win in revenge form, but I think they're going to get them in the playoffs too. I think Josh Allen is just so sick of losing to Patrick Mahomes that it, he's just done with it. And I think he's good enough now where he's like, all right, I'm, I'm over it, and then he's not going to do it anymore. The pride of Impact's entertainment editorial assistant and Twitter machine, Mike Marucci, 
Bills Mafia. Shout out to Bills. We're taking the Bills. Is he the guy that posts like the FCC memes on our Twitter? Yes. yes. If you if that you is, look the, at a WDBM tweet and you laugh, it's from Mike Marucci. He, yeah. he is. He does outstanding work. Also, like, I, great karaoke singer. Is he actually? Yeah, he brings sexy back every single weekend, and we're never disappointed. I I, I like to think that I'm a pretty good follow on Twitter. I'm at M Merrifield twenty. You got You got a solid if Twitter. If you're interested, if you would like to, if you if you would like, if to you check so it out, oblige, no calls to action. But Impact's Twitter is really funny. Yeah, give it a follow if you'd like. Matt's really taken that and kind of ran with it. And he's done a very good. I was job. a little upset though because there was a tweet the other day of all the the laptops possessed by Impactors with uh, an abundance of stickers. And I too am one of those people, but my laptop wasn't didn't make the cut. I'm, I wasn't in the I'm station. Not a sticker on the laptop. Now, mind you, mine's not a big enough to have a ton, but like. And you've got like the fold out, the back, a, it is the weird. little fifty year old mom it, plate that keeps it propped up it's so you can see it it's all a ta- cute. It's a tablet. Number one, it's not an actual laptop. I have a Bluetooth uh, keyboard and mouse with me that people laugh at whenever I pull it out. Yeah, you're like you're like forty five years old, dude. <laughs> My my laptop my my laptop is pretty simple. Um, a Chicago Blackhawks. Are you in phase? What is that? That's uh that's total fashion in Naperville, Illinois. Uh, I was talking to Jaden Reed at one of the player availabilities. Um, and it was just talking to him about how my girlfriend was down there living there for a year, and he was like, "Dude, you got to check this place out." So I went there. I copped a pair of shoes. Um, did not disappoint. And then a week later, he was on his Instagram story like. Did, did you know Jaden Reed and Peyton Thorne went to high school together? <laughs> they have. <laughs> wait, I, honest, wait, what? Did you honestly? I don't. What? Think, I don't think they've said that on a. On, I don't think they've said so, that. So apparently, that throw that we saw last night—that's actually happened a lot before. Has it happened? Yeah, never between seen Peyton Thorne and Jaden Reed, who were high school corner, teammates, to that corner, the yeah, same corner. Of the right, end, so never yeah. seen it before. So you're telling but, me on the call, Sardenic should have said the high school teammates yeah, do it I, again. I yeah. honestly haven't seen them anybody say it this year. Which is weird. Like, well, I, it's my, good. They, like, we Calhoun. get it. Matt Stafford it, and Clayton Kershaw grew up together. We know. But it's so funny at this point. They should just say, like, <laughs> I, if I was calling the game for ESPN or whoever, I would just slip it in somewhere. Did you like, know Cal Holiday grew up on a chicken farm? I did. did you know he doesn't wear gloves? He doesn't wear any accessories. Yeah, because he didn't when he was r- chasing chickens. He was chasing chickens in his backyard. All right, we got to move on. Yeah, Cowboys, what are we talking about? Cowboys right at Eagles. This is the first take game. All the ESPN talk shows won't shut up about this damn game. Uh, the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, maybe Dak Prescott, but it sounds like no. Trying to take on the Eagles. Uh, it, it seems like whoever wins this game, well, not whoever wins this game. If the Cowboys win, they have a chance to win the NFC lease. If they don't, it'll be the Eagles. Or the Giants. Yeah, that's true. Still, we'll see. New York football Giants. But uh, Philly looks like one of the best teams in the NFL, but six and a half? At uh, home, though. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I don't... I'm going to take Philly. I think I think they win this by ten on like a, a you know a late field goal or something like that. This is a touchdown and, and a little extra. A touchdown and change, we'll call it. The Eagles are going to win this game. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm perplexed on this one because Cooper Rush is yet to lose. Well, all right, Cowboy or go Eagles. What goes up? Yeah. Go comes down. Must come down. Must that's, come down. That's true. I have tweeted that before about MSU basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, and you were right. <laughs> kind of. I'm going. Water Eagles. finds its level. Shout out Alex McRae who was in town. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles though, just because I think Jalen hurts. You were so in on the Cowboys. I'm. I no. want to throw a flag on this. I, I would like to also. Throw I, a flag. I think Did we you need not to throw hear the part flag. where I go. I'm perplexed because you, okay, Cooper I, Rush is undefeated. But what? What? But, okay. But, well, everything that's said before, but doesn't matter. Exactly because. 
Jalen Hurts, uh, you talked about MVP candidate, and right now he's playing like one. He can't run, though. So can I change back to the what? Cowboys? He's 24th in the Wait. NFL when facing pressure. Yeah, but he, wow, you guys just got shocked. Wow. That's a shabs bomb on a yeah. Sunday. I don't know how to respond to Whoa. that. Whoa, well, under okay, so twenty fourth under pressure, but most, PFF makes up stats. I just well, throw well, that. that out. And, I don't even know if it's from PFF, honestly. And that is if he's sitting in the pocket. But how many times does he actually sit in the pocket? I mean, a decent amount. They got a good old line. I think he, he throws did, the. He's can, a quarterback. He can, throws the ball. Yeah, well. but he rolls. He does everything. He's not Pat Mahomes, who only throws on can, the run. Can, yeah, he throws. He throws on. He he rolls out. Yeah, but deciding to play. roll out versus the pocket collapse. No, the two plays. The things. plays are all just rollout plays because he can run. If but he that's needs not necessarily to. facing can, pressure. Can I submit a formal request to change my pick back to the Cowboys because it was going to be the Cowboys and then he jinxed them, but he used the butt. <laughs> he used the butt. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. I am going with how about the Merrifield takes the Cowboys. Cowboys, the, the council Cowboys will. Week. The council will I'll take it. it. Yeah, I'll allow it to. I, I like that. <laughs> we need. We also need someone to not be on the Eagles in that game. Uh, Broncos at Chargers. That takes place. How many? Uh, how many primetime games are the Broncos going to have? And how many I think times? This is a, yeah, honestly, I think this is. The last but one. but how many times are the games going to absolutely suck? They're so bad. Get Russell Wilson off my screen on Mondays and Thursdays. Let you know, Russ cook. I really, I really feel bad. I honestly do because Kirk Herb Street, for you know all the the bad things that I could say about him, he's a very smart analyst and he knows what he's talking about and he does teach me things that I didn't previously know. And Al Michaels is a legendary play-by-play announcer and these guys are getting paid millions upon millions of Jeff Bezos' personal dollars to do these games on Thursday night on Prime Frickin' Video, which is so laggy it, it, and it's, buffering. It's, it's, I don't and like it's, I, I hate watching it, but I'll tune in because, by God, there's nothing else on. These guys need better games. Who the hell selected this primetime schedule? Well, good news. Well, I mean, it's, oh, Thursday night football's always been bad. Like, because every team has to. I miss the color rush. At least that was exciting. That is <laughs> At least there was something to watch there. At least there was just cool uniforms. Remember when the NFL got in trouble because they had the the cheat or they had the Bills and the Jets were green and green and red, and then people that were colorblind couldn't watch or could watch, but like they didn't know. Yeah, who was but who. like you that could was, tell who was who. I, mean, I remember honestly, that. Yeah, that was really kind of funny because nobody thought about it. And it yeah, just I mean, happened. And very, just, not, the, the the NFL isn't exactly known for being progressive, a, it so looked, it, it looked cool as. Like, because it was Christmas colors. But yeah. That, besides the point, Thursday night football sucks. Jay, um, we love you here, but your Bears, um, crapped the bed to put it nicely on Thursday night and gave us the most oh awful God, game against game the was Commanders. So bad. That was unpainted. <laughs> Luckily, the establishment wasn't there not a touchdown. No, there, there was one. one. Yeah, the Luckily, one at the end. Of one terrible. touchdown in the yeah, last and, and eight two, quarters on Thursday yeah, nights. Exactly. Yeah. I, I. Luckily, Shout out Brian Robinson, though. Honestly, I agree. What? A, what a. What a guy got shot like six weeks ago. Oh yeah, and then he came out to, to many, yeah, many, many men, men by Fifty Cent. Men. That was so and cool. Then he just, he just, he just cool. started um, his first career game this week, um, and, and he, he looked, scored. Yeah, he, he scored, he scored the, 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 the only touchdown. He, so I mean, um, luckily on pretty s- cool. Sloak and I are taking the Chargers at minus four oh, and a half at home that. at eight fifteen. Uh, Matt, where are you going tomorrow? I, where am I going? You know oh, what I mean. Oh, Answer the question. I, 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 uh, to um, class. Oh, 
Yes, I am going to class. I have two classes tomorrow. Actually, I have three technically. Uh, Thank you for giving us your itinerary yeah, on a Monday. I'll be at SSR at five o'clock tomorrow. I'll you, see you there. Yeah, we'll, yeah, you, I will. We'll see just be getting there. out of class. But, uh, yeah. go I got to edit the highlights. No yeah. Chargers. I have. Oh, do you want to add the I am football game tomorrow night on there? That me and Jay are no, playing. No, no, no. Okay, fade. Uh, are you guys zero and three? Yep. We're playing another have you, three team. I'm have fading you scored, your team. We scored two touchdowns all year. How many have you scored? None. I have an interception. I okay, you got a little pick in there. How many nice. picks have you thrown? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> only six. I threw six in the first game and got sacked ten times game Your two. Your QBR is through Whoa. the floor right Whoa. now. Wow. Um, and then I got benched for game three. Turns out it didn't matter because our team still sucks. And then I have been renamed QB1 for tomorrow night's game that we actually have a chance to win. So I think you guys. What about in the Monday night game that goes on in about thirty-two hours? Who are you picking? Oh, I thought I took the Chargers. Yeah, he yeah, said Chargers. Chargers. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, Go Chargers. Bolts. The Bolts. Yeah, the Broncos stink. <laughs> that line yeah, could be do. forty, and I still wouldn't <laughs> pick the Broncos. <laughs> or will the Broncos drag the Chargers into the mud and make this make Justin Herbert suck for about four quarters? It's, it's no way. I'm Justin telling you, the score is going to be twelve nine. Herbert's not a, a top five like, QB, I see, but I could see it happening because Russell Wilson is like a witch that just drags the energy. Herbert's the everything. sixth best quarterback in the NFL behind Jared Goff. <laughs> Respect. Let's go to break, Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's the pick'em. We'll update you next week and see how much I won by. Uh, there's actually not too many differing choices here. It's kind of a boring NFL Sunday, but we're having fun. Michigan State won. We're having a good time. We got some Detroit sports on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Keep your ears tuned in if you like. It's the Green and White Report on WDBM. Back here on the Green and White Report, sorry the break was so long. I know you were dying to hear us. We're back. We got you for the rest of the way. We've got some Detroit sports talk to talk about. We touched on the Lions a little bit. I don't want to get too deep into it. I'm not a guy who likes to talk about the bye week. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the Lions next week when they play. Um, but they need to get healthy. I do have to. Yeah, they do need to get healthy. They'll, they'll, they'll take on the Cowboys at 1 o'clock in Dallas next week. That's for sure a loss for the Lions. But um, I came on the show as a guest last week momentarily for about all of 120 you seconds. You raided the show. You and, just kind of forced yourself in here. I mean, well, no. I came in just to wave, and then Slowick waved me in. Oh, did you? Yeah, so, he, came and, he, he came and did a not-so-nice gesture at me while I was— A bird might have been flipped. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting here doing <laughs> doing our show without him, and then I get, I get attacked— uh, verbally, I had to go um, to a volleyball game that was really fun, actually. Yeah, and Minnesota. Then I invited him and Serdenikin, and that might have been the biggest mistake. Shout out to the MSU volleyball team. But when I came in, you guys had just done the pick 'em. You made me go back and pick the Lions, who were plus three against the Patriots on the road. And I said, This is a game oh, that the Lions should like be closing. This, this is a game the Lions should be closing. This is a game that the Lions probably should win. This is a Patriots team who's got a backup quarterback and isn't very good. I don't care if they have Bill Belichick. <laughs> and what did I say? I said, Give me the Pats by a million. The, the Lions, Lions didn't I score. I don't, the Lions didn't Matt, even score. Matt, points. how many points did the Lions have? Just as many as, as I have touchdowns and I am football. Exactly. Year. Thank you. It's a big, fat zero. 
I hate being right all the time about this Lions team. They're one and four. All the hoopla around Hard Knocks and Dan Campbell, and they're going to play for this guy. And Jared Goff is good, and all these offensive weapons, and and we got Aaron Glenn, and you know this defense is going to be good, and and they'll figure it out. No, it's the Lions. I'll, what are we talking I'll, about I'll here? Tell you what, I'll tell you what, Brendan. You are so lucky that our good friend Trent is not thing. here right now because the rest of the show would be him just absolutely going after your throat. Or yeah, he he might just strangle Brendan. Yeah, yeah this is a the safe headset, space to to the headset poop on might, the Lions without the head, Trent. The headset might so. actually come off, and then the cord would be used to strangle <laughs> Brendan. If that is some vivid imagery. The, but at the same time. There's no chance Brendan would say that in front of Trent. Hey, I, Trent and I have had our share of on-air discussions, and I think we need to have another one soon. Shout out Trent Bally, but I, this I just I can't I can't invest my time and emotion and money and, and care in a football team that I don't believe in. I didn't believe in them from the start. Too many people did. And now you guys are all sad. I'm You're all sad, sad through sad. five I'm weeks. Sad. I'm sad because Matt Ryan sucks. You guys have your own problems. Okay, well, you don't I'm root not, for Detroit uh, teams. You know what? I, I didn't expect Detroit. I expected them to come out win six, seven games this year. I still think that's, that's still on the table. I still think that's very possible. So I'm, I'm well, not upset. Well, just by math, yeah, but... What a no, take. Realistically, their schedule, they're still. They're the still, Lions could win every game or they could lose every game moving forward. You are very correct. <laughs> uh, no, and I think, well, they're not going to win every game. They have to play Buffalo on Thanksgiving. That one's going to be a nightmare. Um, and now we're going to be sad on Thanksgiving. And thank goodness there won't. Thank goodness there won't be a green and white report that weekend um, because of the holiday. And Brennan and we I, could do one from the hotel room if you want. Yeah, we, try we tried that last year. Yeah, it, it didn't work, work out actually. Work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it, Unless somebody wants to come on as guests and do it, um, we will not be picking that game, thankfully, because the line's going to be like 65. Wait, for what, Thanksgiving? Yeah. We would pick, technically we could pick it the weekend before. Yeah, we would. We would we pick it pick, before. Because if we did. We don't usually do the Thursday, we do but we can't. We, we do special with, Thursday oh, ones. That's You are absolutely right. <laughs> there won't I be forgot a, about there that. There won't be a green and white the following Thanksgiving's Sunday. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. We don't, we don't have to talk about it that Sunday unless yeah, yeah, there we go. on the show. Yeah, unless unless they win, then we will be doing a special. Can, we just, can we just FaceTime from the airplane and talk about the Lions? Pay for the air. We have phones in the green and white. Report studio somewhere here. We never learned impact, how to use, but we don't know I, how to use I, I don't think a single one of us knows how to use the phone. I took a phone call once in studio, eight, twice in studio H, um, on the Impact Is Own podcast last oh, yeah. year. Well, so last year I have taken phone calls. Last before. year on GW, we had somebody call in during an episode, and Hank freezed, and everybody on air stopped moving and did not say anything. <laughs> yeah, it was just so silence. Like, you could just, hear <laughs> you could hear it ringing through Hank's mic, and we're like, "What do we do?" And we just let it ring, and then we started doing our thing. It was the funniest thing ever because Hank had no idea. Hank what? knows everything about the studio. That's I think so funny. I have no idea. But it, so uh, calling in is I have no idea if uh, I have no idea if that's even possible. But anyways, I was right about the Lions. You guys were wrong. Nanner, nanner, nanner. Let's move on to the Red Wings. Who? Okay, this is a Red Wings team who is going to be bad. They were really bad last year. They were really bad the year before. They're going to be bad this year. I think you're wrong. But they're two and zero. I mean, I, but 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 we can't. This is the Red Wings are in a very very 
eerily similar situation to the Pistons, where we want them to compete. Obviously, we're rooting for them to win these games. They have so much young talent. They've got a new coach. The Iser plan is coming to fruition. It looks like it might be working out. You know, there's everything to like about these guys that we're seeing in some of the other leagues that they're playing in. But let's come back to reality for a minute. This is a Red Wings team who is not going to be in the playoffs this, this year. This is a Red Wings I, team that's I, on pace to go 82-0. and 0. Yeah. Mathematically speaking, <laughs> that is true. Um, but they could also lose every game moving forward. That is, what that's also true. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I think I couldn't disagree with you more because this team has not only the, the veteran experience, they have like a very good base, but they also have – a huge upside of young talent. Lucas Raymond had two points last night, looking phenomenal. Dylan Larkin scored, had two assists um, on two shots on goal. He, he, scoring on 50% of his shots, I think he needs to shoot more, but that's okay. Um, Are you the guy that yells, shoot the puck when you're at a hockey game? <laughs> I don't yell it, but I definitely think it I definitely think it a I lot. I mean, I think it all the time. Especially too. on the yeah. power play when they just sit and pass the puck back and forth. I'm like, put a puck on that. Get somebody in Can front of the net. Put pucks on that. Get pucks in deep. When we get our drop, new drops, I'm making that one. Shoot. Shoot, Shoot um, the puck. And then, I obviously, not not a huge Michigan fan myself, but the the duo of Dylan Larkin and Andrew Kopp and that Michigan team, they were teammates at the University of Michigan, now captain and assistant captain of the Detroit Red Wings, and those two are very fun to watch. Um and I think this Red Wing team, I think they could sneak in as an eight seed. I think, I think, I said this for the year start. I think a wild card. I my goal for the Red Wings this year, what I'd like to see for them is that they last year they were, I think they were the first team out of the playoffs in the East, but they were so far out of it, like by game sixty, it didn't even matter. Um, I think this year they should be competing pretty much up until game 80, like it, 80, game 82. And I think they can slip in as, an, as a wild card. Yeah, so the, the Atlantic, isn't it so sad that in Detroit we just root for teams to make the graphic? I mean, to make the – oh, like just – I mean, well, I, they, mean I think it's From fair. going from being the one of the worst teams – I mean, those that's a success in my eyes in like the Red Wings like, this year is, make, gonna, is, is if you make the playoff graphic and you're in the wild card conversation. That's, that's what I'm saying. And I think the same thing with the – Pistons, if they make the play-in, nobody will be upset That's if they get bounced in the I play-in. Think, but yeah, but, because, what if, but what if they just lost all their and games and, Victor and, and got Victor Wembanyama, who's going to be the greatest basketball player of all time? If he can or stay healthy, wing, he's or, like seven five and he can I mean, move. If the wings, my one concern with the wings right now is, and I was talking about this with Nick Song's father, Don. Shout out to him yesterday. He was a super nice dude, and uh, he was. We were talking about. He's a huge hockey fan, even though he lives in San Diego, and. He, I, the Wings don't have that guy. I mean, Mo Sider is going to be one of the Lucas best. Lucas Raymond. Lucas Raymond is going to get Dylan there. Larkin's good, but Dylan, none but of Dylan, them. But Dylan, they have a lot of hymns on this Dylan team. Dylan Larkin is not a superstar. They're he's, not, a, he's a second line No, center. but he's going to be a great uh, leader. He's a, and they have he's to, a first line. I, he's I, so I, good at the dot. I don't want to hear I, it. I am not a Dylan Larkin guy. And I think Bertuzzi is not a superstar, and they're going to have no, to No, they're, they're both stars. But, they're not superstars. They're not Austin Matthews. They're not Connor McDavid. They're first line guys on a championship team. And my problem with the Wings is. Other than the Raymond, I don't know where the forward talent is going to come from offensively. Like, uh, they don't need to if their goaltenders continue to play the way right. they have in think, the first I two. Think, yeah. I think the combo of Huso and Ned is going to work. I think the defense on this team is incredible. It's only going to get better. 
especially as the I can't remember. I think it's Edvinson, the kid they took in the first round yeah. two years ago. He's going to be good when he gets here. He, are, he has six points in two games in the AHL. He's good. He's very good. And obviously, Mo Sider is going to be. I think he's going to be a top five defenseman in the NHL very soon. And I just my only my only concern with the Wings is I don't know if they'll have the star talent up front on the uh, at forward to. But it's it's still early. They're still rebuilding. They could tank this year and go and get Connor Bedard, who's going to be a guy. Connor McDavid, good. The kid is. Yeah, well, the, kid, the kid's the, been the projected first pick since he was ten. Yeah, I mean, if, as long as they don't make the playoffs, they have a chance at getting the first round pick or the first overall pick. It's going to be like a point zero zero one percent, but it's a chance. As long as Connor Bedard ends up in a San Jose uniform, because um, we suck right now. I'll be at the game against the Devils on Tuesday, October twenty fifth, and report back to you guys. Well, and what uh, I it, see that'll be that that'll be a little bit more of a. A litmus test. They'll have played, what is that, two, four, six games by then? Well, and they played the Devils last night. Um, a New Jersey Devils it, team it, who had like 22 wins last yeah, year. Yeah, in New Jersey, the Devils hopped up 2 nothing early, and the Wings came back to score five unanswered. I, I was also, I just want to say real quick, I was impressed last night because, simply because they played Friday in their opener against Montreal, dominated. Now, I know Montreal's not very good, but they controlled every second of that game. And then immediately hopped on a plane and went to New Jersey. Had to play a back-to-back right to start the year, which why the NHL did that, I don't know. And then they went out, and they still took care of business against New Jersey. That, I mean, I know it's super early in the year, and there's nobody's tired yet, and it's not in the middle of January. But I just, that is something you'd like to see on back-to-back nights, going out and getting two quality wins. And it allowed uh, Red Wings fans to see both goalies play. That is true. But I'm looking looking at the schedule for the rest of October. It's very Uh, favorable. Yeah, Kings, that's a very winnable game. At home, yes. Um, Blackhawks are terrible. They're so bad. They beat the Sharks last night, so shout out JDC. The Blackhawks have like three players on their team that are worth anything, and they're all making their entire salary cap, so that's not doing much for them. Uh, Ducks, I think that could be a win. That's a win. Devils should be a win. I think they drop to the Bruins. I think the Bruins are still very good. Um, I think they beat the Wild, and I beat, think they beat the Bu- Sabre. Bu- Buffalo sucks. Yeah, uh, Minnesota's so, going to be a tough game, even though it's at home. Minnesota's very good. But still, I mean, you're looking at they should have. That would be 7-1, seven, seven and 7-2 um, through the first month but, of the year. I mean, they, I mean, that's good numbers. They They – I I do like where the Wings are at, and I think they have a good chance of getting out hot, and that's going to be important for them because as a young team, when February hits, it's going to get rough. And it did last year, and hopefully it won't be as bad, and, I, and it shouldn't be because a lot of the guys like Sider and Raymond have been through an NHL season before of 82 games. It's just important that they get out to a hot start because there, there will be a time as a young team where they will hit a wall and having this buffer now is going to save them a no, lot. No, young teams, let's – uh. Top on the Pistons. I know I was you're more excited the, about the, that. The Wings are 2-0. and The Pistons start their season this Wednesday uh, against Orlando um, in Little Caesars Arena, 7 p.m. if you want to tune into that one. Um, I'm really excited for this Pistons team. I got to say, 0-4 in the preseason. Guys, what are we doing? Come on. You can't, you can't get one preseason win. Um, but there were some things to like. Obviously, the Bagley injury we've heard is better than what it originally looked like. I mean, when when, when Bagley went down, this is a guy who we had bought into. The Pistons are going to pay him the bag, no pun intended. And, um, you know, he goes down and... 
that completely changes the the way this season looks. If he's gone for the rest of the year with an ACL or an MCL or whatever it might have been, turns out it's just a bone bruise or whatever. Um, so he'll be back sooner rather than later. That's a very good thing. This is a really interesting year for the Pistons, and the reason I'm excited it and any other. S- team or situation with a different general manager, I would not want to be in the Pistons position this year, where they are so good and young that they're a team that should win 35, 40, 45 games. They should be around 500, I think, maybe a little bit below. Um, they've got a decent schedule, but you know, you're know you going against a, a, what I think is a pretty tough Eastern Conference, and and the Pistons division itself is tough. you got to play Cleveland, you got to play Milwaukee, you got to play Chicago. Three very good teams, three playoff teams. Um... But the paces aren't terrible either. Yeah, and, and so normally you'd be like, oh, you're, they're in like this limbo right now, and they need that superstar or that young draft guy, Victor Wembanyama, you know, to come in and kind of push them over the top. I would hate to be in this situation in any other year with any other general manager, but I have been so unbelievably impressed with Troy Weaver. He is the man. He owns the city of Detroit right now. He's going to own it again when they win a ring in the next three years. This three years? Yes. Oh, yes. Wow, Troy Weaver is making... You say five, I can get behind five. You're telling me by 2025, Cade is a top ten Wait, player I, in the league, and they haven't signed so, some... Here's the thing. We right, have they, no they, clue what, what, what Troy Weaver's whiteboard looks like, but my goodness, it, what it, I would I pay to make, see it. I mean... So, because that man is a genius. He has finessed so many teams, fleeced them in every trade. The amount of times the Pistons have given up essentially nothing and gotten a key player or assets in return like is Kemba already Walker. crazy. Like, to, to Kemba, that doesn't matter. They fleeced Charlotte in that one. <laughs> that is, that's how they, they got Durin. Right? Yeah, yeah, they, they got Durin in that I trade. For the Pistons this year, all right, what's your expectation for the Pistons this year? Playing? I... I don't expect them to make the play. Okay. I would I be happy. I I, I think for the Pistons, and it's really funny because um, if you like NBA content and you like Pistons content, I suggest you check out Motown Noah if you want um, on Twitter and YouTube. Nick Hankel is a Detroit native, very smart guy, very funny, um, and he has this running joke whenever he does a, a, a team breakdown in the offseason. He always gives the win total, and he says, no matter what, for every team, he says, 45 wins, book it. But I do feel like this this Pistons team is going to be right around 500. I, I think it's a back-and-forth year, and the, the, the 40 to 45, maybe 38 is kind of where I feel like I th- they are. I, th- I feel like they have to get above 40 well, for it to really be an improvement over the last two years. My problem with the team this year, and it's not a bad problem, it's simply like the three years for me, like that's quick because, all right, Cade, I do think Cade's going to be a superstar in this league. Jaden yeah. Ivey is Jayden, a dog. He is a dog, but he's a rookie. Like I yeah. think there needs to be some tape. That's why I say. That's so, why I say three years. I but all right. So three years. Next, I, I think next year by is the, the year time you're a playoff like eight play-in type seed, and then two years you're a full-on playoff team. Maybe win a playoff series. Three years, maybe you get to the finals. But that's like I, I people like underestimate it. It. I mean, look at the Bucks. It takes time to win a championship. No, like, I, 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 so I totally get it. Just. I think five years is fair. They're going to be good. I am very excited. But also, but also, but by that same token, look at the Suns. Look at the Raptors. Yeah, but, look but, at the way they turned it around I mean, that quickly. Look the at the Raptor, Bulls. The Ra- well, I mean, they got Kawhi, but man, look at the they, Heat. But I mean, the Raptors—they went through hell 
to get that championship. I mean, they, I, they lost to LeBron like six years in a row. I, I mean, yeah, but they were never competitive in the East. I mean, With LeBron were, in the East and that, those Cleveland teams, they, it was never they never really had I mean, a yeah, shot. But I mean, they were the number. What was it? One year they were the one seed in the East, right? No, they yeah. Still, I, I mean, mean the Hawks were the one seed right, in the East at one just, point. As I long mean, as LeBron well, was in the East, you, they, LeBron, you weren't going to come out. That's very true. It just it seems like. I mean, even Boston is kind of like I. I mean, Boston. I well, maybe not because Adoka is suspended for the year. Shout out to him. Oh my um, goodness, that, but uh, that situation's a mess. I do a, like Boston though. But I. So I don't know how Adoka being out is going to affect them. But I mean, maybe they get to, it's just even. I mean, I guess Golden State didn't pay their. Oh no, they really didn't pay their dues. They just kind of walked in and won championships. I mean, they had Steph and Clay for like ten years before they really did anything. Yeah, they did. Draymond. Draymond Draymond's like there. almost forty years old now. I mean, yeah, he's still I knocking just, people think, out too. He had, <laughs> Hello, he's got a lot of fighting him. I'm just saying, go I mean, green, baby. <laughs> never been prouder to be a Spartan. That was one of the craziest. Slap Jordan I, when I saw it, I was like, "What oh, do you man. think? I, I just, what do you think the guy who leaked that video is doing right now? What uh, do you think look, Jordan Poole look, said look, to Draymond uh, to get him to hide in his basement? No, he's probably. Oh, well, he had. Um, he's probably uh, licking he's probably, his chops. He's probably going to get five hundred grand right TMZ. No, he made. He no, made TMZ, TMZ dropped a bag for that video. Yeah, did, but he is not employed anymore. How much? What's your asking price if you have possession of that video? And TMZ comes to you. What do you say? Two point two. My year. My year. What? What? Am I asking for two mil? I'm asking for what? 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 You realize ten thousand dollars would change your life right now, right? Yeah, but I'm asking for two mil. That's crazy. I would. What ask, are they going to respond? I'd say fifty. I'd say. What are they going to respond? Fifty bucks. Fifty. Fifty k. No, fifty thousand. I'd ask for a year worth of pay. No, I'm getting fired for that. No, yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, ask for two. They're gonna say I have a video. Two million a two, year. No, no one. But <laughs> I'm gonna say two million, and then they're gonna say there's no chance. I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars, and I say deal, and then I just leave. <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. I don't think that's how a negotiation goes. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm thinking too. What are you thinking? They're like, uh, not to. Yeah, 100k, 100, oh, 2,000. Deal. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll shake on it right now. Give me my money. Um, I am normally not a huge NBA guy. I'm, I'm really I'm college I'm, basketball. I'm really, clears. yeah. I'm. Oh yeah. Also, I'm a college, college yeah. basketball. Um, I've always loved watching Michigan State hoops. Um, coming up, coming up, we're getting close. Very, November first, the women's basketball team is going to be good this year. We're just going to throw that. Yo, slow there. down. What are you, Nathan Stearns over here? Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah he says this, that every this year. Team is not the okay. women's basketball team is going to be pretty good this year. It'll be basketball. Um, so, like, I'm not, but I hope they're good. Matilda Eck, the uh, strapped up. <laughs> anyway, the the backcourt for. The Pistons this year just makes me so excited. I know, dude. They're gonna like like no matter what, win or lose, watching Cade toss it to Ivy, toss it to Duran, toss it to Sadiq is gonna be so much fun. How I don't I physically don't understand how Jaden Ivy is as fast as he also, is. Also, can we can we, can we can we can we talk about? I think about, he's faster no, with the ball than he is without. Can it. we realize that Sadiq Bay, honestly, and I'm not. I I think this is an unbiased take. Sadiq Bay legitimately has a chance in this run that it feels like the Pistons are poised to go on. We talk about the three- to five-year window. I think when I'm by the time I'm 25, I should be having expectations that this Pistons team is in the NBA Finals. Sadiq Bey, in that time period, the next five years, I think legitimately has a chance to cement his name as one of the best wings in the NBA. I think he is going to be so good. This guy is a basketball nut, dude. The story of him going to Colorado to train in the mountains because it was harder to breathe. 
They told him, Sadiq, get a hobby. You're in the gym too much. There's Leave. masks. He you went can to get Colorado. For that too. This is the same person that shit. Oh, sorry. On Dan Campbell. Yeah. Just saying. But Sadiq Bay has talent. Dan Campbell has oh, no talent. Wow. Wow. Sadiq, I mean, Sadiq, I mean, put it, did record you play, it. Did you play signed, 10 years sealed, in the NFL? delivered. Sadiq Bay is going to be a top five wing in the NBA by 2025. That's, that's a take. That is a take. That's one of the takes of all time. I don't know if uh, it's a, I don't know I don't, what yeah. to make of that. Did you say of all time? It's just no, it's one of the in the take. NBA yeah. at that current oh, it, time. I said it's one of the takes of all time. Oh, okay. Not I heard I heard greatest. of all time and I was like, wait, did you just say that he was No Um I I five years, let's think about the wings that are still gonna be playing. LeBron probably still can be in the NBA in no, five years. No, <laughs> LeBron, Le- LeBron has LeBron, two years LeBron, max. LeBron is playing until he's sixty five. Um him and him and Bronny are gonna be hooping. Yeah, Jacks. No, not Jackson. Yeah, I'm so not excited for LeBron to have four losing seasons in a row, and finally Bronny James is in the NBA, and that's the only storyline we LeBron, hear is father son playing Le- together. Le- LeBron's and, gonna have four losing seasons because Utah or whatever. Sucks. Well, yeah, but um, he also Utah. LeBron is just so, getting old, and his teams are not good, and he's a bad player general manager. So, so I mean, I, do you consider Luca a wing? Yeah, Luca's a wing. Okay, Luca's, Luca yeah. will be around for five years. He is good. Yeah, Luca might be the best wing of all time. But yeah, um, that's best wing of all time. That's one of them. Um, um, Giannis uh, will be around in five years. He's like a center. But he's he, not a wing. Yeah, Don't say Giannis. Just, he, okay, he plays the three okay. through five. No, he's not a wing. He plays Kobe's the three through five. So if 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 Luca's a wing and Kobe's a wing, I we're guess. talking about we're talking about in five years like wings. Oh, okay. uh, oh, Tatum. And Brown, I think, are both better Sadiq than Sadiq will be better than Jalen Brown Okay, in, in five love, years. I love Jalen Brown, by but not for the so reasons you think I like. Yeah. Have any of you seen – oh, this is so off the rails. Have any of you seen his interview with the Summer League when he was a rookie? No. no. It's, I need to find the interview. It's so funny. Like, they ask him what his favorite food, and he goes, pasta. Like, it's just a – he goes, pasta. <laughs> it's a, what, what do you listen to before games? Smooth jazz. Like, it's just the funniest thing. Wow. Jalen Brown was in smooth jazz. It's that's like, awesome. It's a hilarious interview. He's, like, got no personality. But anyways, as it's 12.58. Yeah, as it's 12.58. That's how it goes. Luka, Tatum, Sadiq. There's in no 2025 chance. In the if, top three if, wings in the NBA. Well, two of them are already, like, you for, top five wings oh, in the NBA yeah, right they, now. And they're both younger. Ahead, give me a name. Give me a name that's going to be better than Sadiq. Stanley instead Johnson. Of, instead of... <laughs> I was trying to that, think of somebody. That's how we're. Hey, I was Gabe so Brown. I was so in on Stanley Johnson for so not. long. I rode that thing to the depths of are, the are, earth. Are, are you a Killian Hayes supporter? Or? No, I am. I'm not. I'm not. I Killian am off Hayes, the bench. Killian I love Hayes him off the bench. Killian Hayes doesn't have a role on this team. I he love does. him. He's a he, backup guard. He is. I don't know. About I think. That. I think he'll be the best backup point guard in the NBA at some point. That's like what is happening. What, and my take is bad. Holy <laughs> Both crap! Both of them are bad. What take should I have? I'm not. I'm not. Saying that he's gonna be I, the Pistons never be a could win or lose every game. That's uh, not a bad take. That's just that's, a take. I'm, I'm not saying that he's gonna be a starter. Not even a take. He's not a starter in the NBA, but I think he could be a very good backup role to Cade, and he would look very good in that role. Also, he can also run the floor we, with Cade and Jaden. The Pistons run three, have the be- run small. The Pistons have the best uniforms in the NBA this year, potentially. 
What are those green Whoa, ones? Those are, those are the Verners. Those are not. Those are they're not Verners. They're Saint Cecilia's Gym, which is really cool, but we they're not even confirmed. Yeah, yet. Was there. they confirmed. We, we don't know what the Big Sean ones yeah, are. Big which Sean, it could Big very Sean, well we're be Big Sean jerseys. Yeah, Big Where Sean have coll- you been? Big yeah, Sean collab. <laughs> they yeah, collab. This, this is like a two-year-old collab. He's been working on a jersey for like two years oh, now for yeah, the Pistons. With the, we with don't know what it is yet, though. It very well could be the Saint Cecilia's one because Big Sean's a Detroit guy, and that's a famous Detroit. I saw Big Sean one time in a Lambo, and I was. Taking a video because it was a Lambo, and you don't see many Lambos in southeastern Detroit. So uh, I was taking a video, and I was like, oh, my goodness, it's a Lambo. And then I got up to the window, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Big Sean. (laughs) And then he just goes, what's up? And then he just took off in his Lambo. That's sweet. (laughs) I was driving a Buick Encore at the time. We need more Big If we had music on the show, I'd play Big Sean. I'd play Big Sean. Detroit only. Pistons. And 45 wins, book it. No, that's a terrible take. No, poor that's, take. A, that's an awful take. I think but we're This is going to be a fun team to watch. Until the Tigers are the only team we didn't touch on, and that's for inten- reason. intentional reasons. Wait, they stink. Next week? I mean, I feel like we should discuss this before we tell people to tune in. I think we'll be here next week. Right? I will not be. I will not be here. What's next week? Fall break. Yeah, fall break. Oh, I, I wasn't going to go home, so I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll find somebody to come on here and talk sports we'll with be me. Here. We'll do Brent, it. Green and White report. The show must go on. I know running back and forth and talk by himself for two hours. Yeah, exactly. I'll just talk to the wall because I'm a maniac over here. But yeah, it checks out. Checks yeah. out. Michigan State wins. It's a happy Sunday. We hope you enjoyed the show. Go watch some of those boring NFL games if you really want to. It's going to be a fun time. Have a wonderful, happy Sunday. For Matt Merrifield, Zach Sloak, I'm Brennan Shabath. We thank you for joining us on Michigan State's flagship sports talk show, The Green and White Report.